1: This show is brought to you by
2: The Makery, the podcast network for makers.
3: How's it going, everybody? And welcome again to another fine episode of the Knife Talk Podcast. I am, as forever, here with Jeff Fader of Fader Knives, Craig Lockwood of Chop Knives, and I myself am the peacock of Malmasi Fire Arts. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a reference to the full blast podcast. Anyways, we have a very special episode for you today. We are the hosts of the Dammit Steel uh, Chef Invitational, and we uh, Craig actually just did a great job with Pear on the introduction to everybody leading into the show, and uh, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna be talking to. Basically, everybody that's here presenting at the show, we're going to try to crack some jokes, make people feel uncomfortable, and just have a good time in general. So, <laughs> how's everybody doing? Is that our main
4: goal, to make to make that's... the makers feel uncomfortable?
3: <laughs> Always. I, that, you're Always. not supposed
5: to say, that's supposed to say that Always. in the after show. No, <laughs> but the, the makers after... aren't here. This,
3: this is just for oh. the listeners. This is just for the listeners. Oh, good, good. Well,
5: <laughs> once again... You know, you, we all did, you know, the Morocco had a lot of problems five minutes before getting on here, getting on, but about 30 minutes ago, we were, had this incredible thunder and hailstorm that I thought was going to just, I mean, it was, I'd never heard anything like it. So I, for like five or 10 minutes, I was just like, we might lose power in a second. So
4: hmm. I thought maybe I'd get the day off, but you know, <laughs> here I am let me just write in the chat a couple of people said they have an audio issues so um you can't hear me so i mean I'll, I'll type it obviously and hopefully you can, you can see it um but yeah people should be using chrome and refresh if they need to um I guess half the guys can listen half the guys can hear and the other guys can't yeah there we go i'll leave it at that now if they can't work it out they they shouldn't be allowed to use a computer maybe so, so <laughs> we've got, we've got a really tight schedule, so I believe at twenty past, which is now, Fingal is coming in, uh, Patrick Brennan is coming in, and Town Kettle is coming in. Um, so we shall see. all at the same time, or do we get like a few minutes with each?: I believe they're all coming in um for fifteen minutes. Um, then after that we've got Dragon's Breath Forge and we've got Michael West in for fifteen minutes. So every people are in these sort of slots. So yeah, we, we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, so the make have you all seen? Have you seen the makers' knives on on, on the page? Some of them
3: some yeah some of
4: them Indeed. where would be where would you go to see them um if you go to um i believe um expo and you'll see each of the booths okay. oh if you do you it you'll yeah you'll use. You oh, okay of, yeah us All too. Right, well. um <laughs> i was gonna can't do that nav singh has just said in the chat that fingal's knives uh, sold out in four minutes no surprise he's gonna be drunk 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 again (laughs) he's gonna be drunk he'll be drunk he'll be drunk i know he's been putting a lot of work into it i know i saw on instagram earlier he's been putting a lot of work into this so um it's good on him good on him
6: yeah
4: Hmm. how drunk do you think he'll be that's the question Uh, i maybe drunker than i was last night maybe (laughs) maybe
3: Yeah, how many glasses of wine are you in right now, Craig?
4: Just the one. And to be honest just with the you, one. I, this is sure weird because this is a Saturday. We normally do it on a Friday, as as people yeah. probably know. Because um, we didn't do it, I got a little bit excited. And I thought, we well, yeah, oh, you, you like Friday off. So I had a yeah, few yeah. drinks. We ended up for food. Yeah. And I woke up this morning feeling a bit delicate. So mm. I was nearly asleep an hour before doing this. And I was just like, I just need to go in. And I don't know. Have a good glass of wine or something to wake me up. So this is this is the sharpener to wake me back up. Yeah, you, you were sending me some all caps messages yesterday. I, I was, knew that you were, I was egging I that on that- a bit. To be honest with you, I was egging that on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> some all caps messages mean something, right? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah.
7: <laughs> um,
4: um, is there a chance of a live song by Craig? There is absolutely no chance. If if it was this time yesterday. I would, have, I would have. I would have. happily sung to a crowd, um, but uh, not today. Not today. <laughs> okay, um, Fingal is coming in, and Galen Garretson is coming in too. Let's have a look. There we go. Aye. Whoa, the, the screen's filling <laughs> oh, up quickly. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Hello,
8: how is everyone? Hey, uh,
1: how you guys, doing? Hello, Galen. Hello, hey, Fingal. You? Oh, there it is. There it is, Fingal. So
5: how did how, how, uh, it go so far?
8: It's been good. I mean, it, you kind of have five minutes to log in, and I just fed the kids, sat down, set up the computer, tried to put a few things around, and then you're making sure all your windows are open. And <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sort of getting, getting more settled now. And, uh, yeah, and it's gone good, actually. I, I think um, I probably haven't read any of my messages, but the knives have sold, and I'm hoping that um, everyone's a happy person.
4: Awesome! Congratulations! Awesome! G- Gallen, where where are you based? Where are you? Uh, Reno, Nevada. Nice, nice. So it's pretty yeah. hot there, I assume.
1: Uh, in the summertime, yeah. But we do we do have big winters. But today's a gorgeous day. So
4: cool, cool. Are you looking forward it's to the show? Good. I'm sorry. Are you looking forward to the show today? Of course, yeah. Cool, cool. So how many knives are you exhibiting? Are, th- are those the knives behind you there?
1: Yeah. What do we got? Ten. Uh, 10. 10. Wow. Sell your wares. Nice.
4: We'll give you a couple of minutes to sell
1: your wares. Tell the people what you've got. Well, we've got a few different knives. Uh, so I, I run a shop with, uh, it's about 10 of us in total. Um, so this time, and this is the first time, some of my employees have made their own knives. So they've got some, um, you know, purple dyed Elder Box Burl. Uh oh. We're no, don't worry, Gail, right? don't
5: worry, Galen. Don't worry. We We We're not doing that today. Yeah. Speaking of sorry, which, speaking which somebody. am Speaking of which, just to stop for one second, if you watched the, if you watched the opening ceremony. With Craig and Pear, there was somebody in the chat saying, Hey, Craig, I don't know if you, saw, I thought you saw Craig, but somebody wrote, Hey, Craig, you should ask him a question and then hang up on him, just <laughs> like the podcast. And I am convinced that you saw it because I saw this tiny smirk on your face. I didn't, we're not doing that today. I, I didn't well, see I know the this chat. is
1: like your guys's MO is no, like not anymore. On people, not
5: anymore. We don't do that anymore. We got, we got, we got a little bit too much heat. And then we stopped. So we're not doing that today. We're not doing that. Galen, I have a question for you. Yeah. Besides your work, you recently had to change your Instagram page, right? Or Old Town Color. What happened? We got hacked. Ah.
1: So we've had our page for nine years. We got hacked. Uh, We had uh, almost 19,000 followers. And uh, unfortunately, we know who did it, too. Really? Um, What do you mean? We know know who did it. Which I don't know if I want to say on this. Nobody um, listens to the show. Come on, nobody listens to this show. If you if don't you guys, say who it is. You don't have to say who it is. You, <laughs> you guys all know. I'm sure you guys all know this person. Uh, they make EDM pins and uh, sell them from. No Turkey. idea. No. No idea. Mm. Yeah.
9: Wow. wow. I'm sure you've
1: come across this person. They sell pins through um, lots of companies. I don't even want to name the company. Yeah. yeah
4: but, don't. Yeah.
5: We'll so keep
1: so it. So, yeah. so you yeah. had to rest, so we,
4: restart everything from zero again. Yep. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. wow. Jeez. And, yeah, it's taken a huge hit in our business. We were down probably 40% oh, because
10: of oh, that.
8: Sucks. And is this the process of they actually took your they, – they managed to bypass your password
1: system and kind of get in and then change the password and lock you out? Oh, yeah, and then they started calling me, emailing. Blackmail um, style. They wanted uh, 1,600 euro, and then what? the next day they were selling it. They were on our page selling it uh, through our DMs for a couple hundred bucks. And then we found out a ton of people had been trying to uh, buy the page from this person, and they were sending him money, and he was not giving them the password. And we also did the same thing. We sent him a couple hundred bucks to try to get it back. and uh, oh,
8: So he's he keeping that money, money as well. Yeah. So the, the, the money to buy it back actually was actually was gone as well. Oh, yeah. That's a lesson. I mean, Sheesh. sorry. I mean, this is painful for you, but that's an interesting kind of thing that people should know is perhaps the, the, to be even warned of, of sending Whoa. money after the event.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. And we're talking to some other makers. He's ripped us off a couple thousand dollars for the pins. We used to use the pins in our knives years ago, and we got ripped off from that as well. And a lot of other knife makers have been ripped off by this person. Oh, are we talking about mosaic pins? Uh, yeah, like Mosaic, but EDM, the custom, where they have a the design inside, yeah.
8: Do you think
5: you can tell Fingal, can you tell Fingal who it is, because he needs some pins? I actually pins.
8: bought some Mosaic pins today.
1: Oh shit. <laughs> Whoa, where did you get them from?
8: Don't, let's just
9: keep it vague. <laughs> let's I keep see. it light. Let's keep This is a know, positive show. I got them
8: through Etsy, but it sounds like maybe...
1: Yeah, we'll talk later about it, it's
9: no big deal. But I do want
8: to warn
1: people, you know, I've been telling, talking to a lot of people about this, and a lot of people have been ripped off by the pins. And there's a process about how they get ripped off. But eventually, I think this person, uh, you know, got in our Instagram and, and took it. And there's really nothing we can do. There's no customer support, Yeah, your Instagram. And uh, unfortunately it's affected us big time, you know, and we, I run a company with multiple employees. So we're just rebuilding and we're, we're just going to keep moving forward.
5: So how can we help you to getting people over to see going? Is it, is it old town Cutler? What is the Instagram page? uh the new one i think is town dot cutler town dot cutler right? guys think, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast we're gonna help galen out you gotta go follow We're have yeah, having dead. the show notes go follow oh, town dot cutler because yeah. this is this is outrageous and he's he's part of our community and we want to make sure that
1: you know we gotta band together to help this guy yeah, yeah, yeah i appreciate it guys but yeah. We're moving that's forward. Six. You know, we've been affected by a lot, like so many people have. Um, but uh, you know, we're positive, and we love what we do, and we're not going to let
3: people uh, take us down. Yeah, that's, right. That that's big of you. Yeah. I would be very tempted. I mean, after all that, oh, <laughs> to fucking put this person. I, on I know some really good. Hackers. I've been looking at slides.
8: Maybe, maybe <laughs> some really good hackers your way. I mean, I don't know if the tables can ever be turned.
1: Yeah, Marekka, Marekka would probably buy a plane ticket. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm already looking at plane tickets, Mareko. Let's go together, man. <laughs> Let's go together.
10: Oh jeez,
3: I, I don't. want anyone else to get
1: affected by this either. You know, that's what I worry about. Other people getting hit too. Yeah. Like, luckily, yeah. we're, we're strong enough that uh, it's it affects us a bit, but we can move forward. And
3: All did right. you guys have? dual authentication or did you so
1: that's where we screwed up because we have uh it's me that runs it as well but i have two people in my office that run it and the dual verification we turned off for a while and that's where we screwed up now everything is dual verification and i tell everyone make sure you have that set up yeah
4: yeah i've just seen in the comments actually i think your town underscore
1: cutler Oh, we're underscore. Um, underscore yeah, that's let a let little it as I know. Sam yeah. Dunn has just gone going to follow. Um, well, we actually like got, we took over dot underscore official. Like we set up. We took <laughs> all ones, so.
3: <laughs> Take them all.
1: Uh, so Gail, tell
4: us about the knives. Do you work exclusively with Dama Steel, or is it, these are just for special knives that you do? What, what, what's the situation? These are just
1: then? special knives. We work with uh, Dama Steel. You know, for the events. That, I think this is my fourth. Uh, we started off hosting it in Chicago because I had retail stores um but we make maybe 40 to 50 Damascus steel knives a year um but uh primarily we work with just like uh stainless steel and carbon steel
4: got you got you okay and, and Fingal? We pretty,
1: we're a little bit higher production at like 7 to 800 knives a month or so oh wow
4: wow okay that's a lot of yeah. knives wow. Fingal, yeah, what amazing. what's your um sort of ratio with with Damascus steel um, cuz i know you do monosteels as well you know are you headed more towards more ratio steel? or,
8: or I I think largely for this event I I find myself more actually I jump in and out of bed of a lot of different steels I think whatever's floating my boat but I I feel that I'd use I use a couple of stainless steel Damascus but I find myself more and more because actually the, the speed of the etching and everything like that is something that I've kind of fallen in love with and the patterns, but I, I, I kind of jump around a lot. I'm very flighty in, into whatever's floating my boat at the time, but the um, when it comes to quality, I find that the actual, I've always been in love with RWL. and um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but the guy who taught me, Rory Connor, worked with um, Bob Loveless, mm. and that's RWL, right, is Robert William Loveless. Mm, yep. So I think that, even though it's a distant kind of connection in some way i feel that's enough for me to kind of have a have a love for rwl 34 which is of course one of the main steels in in damasteel and it was one of the first steels i kind of started off with um because i find it very quick to grind very quick to polish so i think that's that there, there is the the perks of that but um I'm I'm always kind of trying something new constantly in the background, and then that's my whim for a while. But I'd forever, I've always gone back to the um, Damasteel Got you um, for those special knives. Okay, and RWL as a as a higher end chef knife steel, monosteel. steel.
4: We're going to take this opportunity because we've got two yeah. great makers in the booth with us. You know how the show works. We get we get questions from listeners. Um, so I thought I'll just take one of the random. We we get dozens and dozens every week. I'll take a random question, and we can have a take from either of you what your take is. So this is from Curse. Um, Curse edge knives. Um, I've had one of my knives returned due to dishwasher damage. Uh, they were warned. Um, the culprit uh, with the owner's friend. Back to the point is the handle worth recovering, stabilizing, and dyed? Currently warped and discolored. Will the handle's integrity be compromised? Should I just re handle it as it died to death? Um, yeah, and he goes on a bit more. So, yeah, you guys, I mean, how do you. I mean, obviously with Dharma, still, you don't need to worry about that so much. Um, but what sort of care guides do you give to your customers?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, definitely don't put it in the dishwasher. Uh, don't soak it. Uh, just rinse it. Wipe it with a paper towel. That's the best way to wick away moisture. Um, you know, towels don't really wick away a lot of moisture, but paper towels do a lot better. Yeah. So I think that's pretty what we what we say, just simply that.
4: Cool. And, and do you put that in sort of like written sort of literature with the blade or is it just, you know, via, via email or how, how does that normally happen?
1: We do have a card with every knife in, in one of these boxes right here. Cool. Uh, it comes with a card that the first thing is don't put it in the dishwasher, yeah. wash by hand, keep your knife dry. Yeah. Cool.
4: Pingo, what what are you doing with your knives? Any sort of warning isn't, with them? Isn't,
8: isn't there a thing with phones that if they ever get dropped into water, there's a little chip that tells you it was it was water damage? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if under the handle yeah. you could yeah. put this into the washing machine? A bit a litmus you know, paper under was, the handle. Yeah. There was one case. There was one case where a knife came back to me, and they said they didn't do anything. Like it didn't go into the washing machine. But you know, when it came back looking like a briar thorn kind of bush and sort of you know, bleached, and it, 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 you know, I'd say. My attitude towards it is that it, whatever is this, okay. I'm I'm nearly always going to cut the handles off and just go again because I I probably hopefully will have the same material and I think the time to recover something, um, you know, and just do it again. And and I think that would be probably my first thing. It, it's just time. Time is the most important part there. How long to to either fix up whatever damage is there or just go again and repeat it over. But um, I'd say. Uh, yeah, I think the hardest part about the whole process. and What I very much respect are people who actually tell me that has happened. I'm still probably going to, uh, uh, you know, fix the knife and do that kind of stuff anyway, mm. a, a, as much as I can. But um, yeah, I think I I don't put the let's say a note in with the knife as much as everything's all over the the buying process and everything else has all the information at that stage. So I, I feel like you know it's it's an interesting one. But uh, yeah, I think carbon steels. And water are a difficult situation, but and in almost every case, the one thing I would say is that um, it's never the owner that does it to his own knife or her own knife. It's nearly always the friend staying in your house. Yeah, and I mean that's you, you know they're they're always gutted, and you you always want to help somebody who's gutted. Yeah, can we just admit that that's a load of bullshit? Oh yeah, yeah.
5: everyone Agreed. has so many guests over. Let me get out of here. Actually, speaking of which, I just had a knife sent back that a good customer of mine's dog got a hold of it. Oh, And the yeah. dog chewed the handle off. Now, there's just no way that this woman did. <laughs> and she's blaming your dog. I mean, this is, this is the, the dog put it on the knife, the handle. I mean, well, thank, I was like, we're like I'm glad that the dog didn't get it. Mm. But it,
8: uh, the dog could have got a bad cut out of that yeah. one, dude. The That's dog so common.
1: Eh, we've had so I many she- knives that dogs chew on. Like they love handles for some reason.
11: Wow. That's really
1: common. Yeah. Wow. Is it? Yeah because we used to sharpen other people's knives too when we had the stores and we would I'm talking dozens and dozens of knives where dogs would chew on the handle wow. of knives wow so it's really really common and it's terrifying because a dog if it got the blade that's a bad cut
4: yeah. Oh, yeah it's all those meat it's, juices you know the the sweaty hands yeah. and it's all that kind of stuff isn't it yeah 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 i think sure. you nailed it there well guys
8: yeah. antler antler handles yeah
4: yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for joining us, but we've got a very tight schedule. We've got yeah. Michael West yeah. who's waiting to join us. Feel free okay. to stick around, though. Obviously, you're more than welcome you. How to we jump leave? back in at any point. Okay.
9: All, Talk right. To soon, guys. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks guys. so much,
4: guys. Yeah. Thank you. Who we got? Michael. How are you? Uh, you're on mute, Michael. Muted. You're on mute. <laughs>
5: <laughs> he's I, mouthing shit. Uh, yes, he's saying <laughs> shit. A, yeah. I, You're on mute, no, you Michael. you've press mute. Leave the mute button. Look, the mute button.
4: There's panic in Michael's eyes. Don't worry. It's cur- he's cursing. He's <laughs> so fun. It's so. So Trenton Hyatt in the chat has said, uh, "The dog ate my homework." He said that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the I, same thing, isn't it? It wasn't
5: me. It, it was su- somebody else. I am surprised. I'm surprised at how how c- that makes me. I was at. I was lucky because the woman had the knife, my knife in the Kydex sheath. Mm. So uh, lucky, yeah. lucky, lucky. But like the fact that Galen said that all these people are bringing in their knives or dog
4: getting a hold of, that is surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, there's an icon um, down below on the screen there. You've got a video icon, you've got a microphone icon. If you hit that icon,
5: um, he's shaking his head, he's like, no. oh, god damn it. This Ugh. goddamn thing. He's.
4: Given the finger. <laughs> He's cursing. Show us a knife, Michael. Lift up what mic- lift up one of your knives. Let's have a look. Theater of the mind.
5: Theater <laughs> of the
11: mind. Oh, don't worry. We'll describe it for look you. At this thing.
12: Holy shit. Look at this
5: knife. Oh my oh, god. Oh wow. Wow. What a beauty. What a beauty. Is that all just it's... one piece? No, I think it's no, it's got like a handle that's embedded. I think it seems this is this is it what is like this?
3: Ab- like a mother <laughs> of pearl inlay.
5: Wow, he's here's the best part about this. Michael's doing the best he can to talk loud, but he's muted. His fucking oh, cursing. He, he, His eyes are gonna. Make, <laughs> we're trying to explain what this looks like, but I mean, it's not working, man.
4: Yeah. If anybody's here, pop into into Michael's um, booth um, in, in just a little bit um, and you, you can see that looks like a beautiful knife. It, it looks like, It's a big old whopper as well. So go take a look at, at, at Michael's stuff. It's a shame he can't talk to us. He's cursing us at the moment. But um, The best part is the sticker behind him says fic, but it really should say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck. Yes. He's
3: pissed. Uh, Did, Michael, have you scrolled all the way he, to the bottom of the screen? He, he took his head Phone's off now. If you scroll all the way to the bottom of the screen, you'll see a microphone in the middle. Maybe not.
4: David Rothstein, can this be viewed on YouTube? Um, not, unfortunately, no. It's, it's only within this this app, which is called Hopin, and obviously online as well. Um, so Michael West, I assume he went to, um, to Fix, which is in Paris, which is a, which is a big show in Paris. Um, and it, they're very much uh, based around the sort of the art in knives, you know, they're all very sort of arty and beautiful looking and lots of, like, fine engravings. So I'm sure Michael's <coughs> stuff is right up there with the best of them. So, yeah, everybody, go take a look at Michael's stuff uh, when he leaves us because it's going be to be a treat for the eyes, I'm sure. And joining us now
5: is Matthew Parkinson of Dragon's Breath Forge. What's going on, Matt? Not too much. How are you, Jeff? Good. You're, you're working still? It's, it's, yeah. it's never ending. <laughs> demo
2: thing they asked me to do really it's just a fidget to keep from being bored <laughs> well we're
4: sorry to bore you matt <laughs> we're sorry to be an inconvenience mate <laughs> how uh, how many knives have you got in the show
9: uh
2: 10 i think i don't know i lost count
4: yeah <laughs> and michael is saying he's got four or five yeah. um nice nice show us one of your knives matt pick up your, your favorite
2: Look, my favorite is actually this
4: One of these two. You could have tidied up, no, when we were coming. <laughs> Jeez. He's this is he's a legit.
5: He's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing.
2: I like this one quite a bit. This is um
9: it's nice. a, a
2: stabilized rose or stabilized redwood burl, but uh, I hollow ground this on a ten inch wheel and it is just ridiculously thin. Like,
4: like scalpel a, thin, yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Than it's than like a straight way. razor. You see it flex. I'm not sure show showing the camera there. Yeah. But it, yeah. it flexes yeah. back like a quarter inch.
5: Nice. <laughs> wow. Very nice. When, so like, when
2: this knife is dull, it'll still cut you. I know.
5: When, I, when I saw you, Matt, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, you were, you were forging one of the knives for forging, this event.
2: I was forging You're, all of them. <laughs> you were
5: cursing. You were cursing yeah. and forging.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you
5: have any of those bad. finished? You said you said this is exact quote. This is exact quote. Why do I do this to myself? You were forging an integral knife, and you said, "Why do I do this it to myself?"
2: Was, so, so one of them didn't like to be an integral. It decided um, it decided it wanted to be two pieces, not one.
3: Aye. Oh, did oh. I see you post that on your uh, Instagram a while back?
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think I know what I did. It was it was not cracked when it came out of forging. Came through annealing fine. It quenched fine. It didn't tink in the quench. And then when I went to put it in the cryo, I don't think I let the bolster come all the way down to room temperature. So I think it was oh. still at like 350 degrees or something. Hmm. And it was just enough to crack it starting at the, the uh, tang and it went forward through the bolster. Oh,
5: shit. So Matt, you, for the people who are people who are interested in maybe the knife makers interested in using damascus steel what is your suggestion if people wanted to forge with it
2: don't <laughs> 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 you know, it, it, it's 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 mostly I mean it's it's like hitting a brick any stainless steel you forge is like hitting a brick you know it just doesn't move quickly or easily you gotta have patience. You gotta hit it really hard to get any sort of, you know, real movement out of it. Mm. And you really can't baby it because if you just baby it, the outside moves, and you just get that like eye beaming effect, yeah. where the top of it moves a little bit, but the core never right. moves, and then that folds over, and then you get cold shuts. Can't baby it. You gotta hit it hard, and just know that it's gonna take a little time. Um, the real stressful thing with Damascus steel is the the cost of it. Versus, like you know, it's you're like look at a piece of steel and you're like, I could just make a knife out of this, or I could stress myself out and put it in the forge, and then make a knife out of it and probably screw it up at least a little bit. <laughs> yeah, not so much when it's a two hundred dollar piece of steel. You know? Yeah,
4: uh, I've well, I've got a piece. I and the three of us were given a piece by Dharma Steel, and I'm yeah. still a little too scared to use it because <laughs> it, I know I'll fuck up. And uh, I'm like, ugh, it's,
11: it's like throwing really
4: money away. But, work, but I need to I need to build up to it. Yeah, yeah.
2: No. So like if you're gonna forge it, like take some of your trimmings and make some paring knives. Hmm. Like I save every little bit of this stuff and I forge it up. Yeah. That green handle one over there. That was from a piece of uh, the Borkman's twist that was like uh, eighth inch by half inch by like two.
9: Hmm.
7: And
2: I forged a whole integral or a whole piece out of that. You know, like you don't. It doesn't take a lot. You can make it really really efficient if you forge it.
4: You can do a lot with two inches, enough. Matt.
11: <laughs> How dare you? How dare, you. How dare you? There you go. There we go. <laughs> I make your favorite joke. That's what she said. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So, or, wh- and or, and
2: or, your mom is.
4: Uh, oh yeah, the classic. The classic. <laughs> yeah.
2: Where are you getting
4: your Dharma steel from? In the U.S., are you getting it from Dharma uh, Steel Direct? Or from-
2: yeah, I bought it straight from them.
4: Direct, right? Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Did you know you can get a discount when you use Knife Talk Ten?
2: Well, one of the nice things about doing this event is
4: they give you a discount ah. when you buy from them. Oh. Ah. <laughs> now everybody's applying to do the event, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Donaldson in the chat. Craig should know this already because he's a professional blacksmith, of course, of course. <laughs> um, Zach Warrell, who's in the chat, he's joining us very soon. So I, th- I believe Jack is from Monolith Knives. Um, he's joining, yeah, us a, joining us in a few minutes. Cool, cool. So... Doop. Sorry, Morocco. Go on. Uh, no, oh, I was, was going to say, uh, do we need to run spots? I'll add them in at a at a later date. Okay. Yeah, okay. We're, we're pushed for time, okay. and we don't want Brian okay. talking over everybody. Jesus. Okay. Yeah.
5: Okay. <laughs> I'm just asking, you
4: know, just doing <laughs> making sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, how many times have you done this, Matt? This this event?
2: Um, four, I
5: think. Well, would. You- how would you say that this is different than being in person? What do you prefer?
2: Um, it's not really comparable. They're just different kinds of events. Mm. Like you know the first time, the first one of these I did, I was supposed to go to Chicago and do it in Chicago. Bought a ticket, had a hotel room, the whole thing. And then, you know, COVID hit and that wasn't going to happen. Um, and it was cool. It was like, kind of this almost normalcy thing that happened where like I finished the show and I was like tired, wanted a beer, just felt like I'd talked all day. Like I felt like I'd been at a knife show. Right. You know, um, the second and third one, a little less so, it just, it felt like a different thing. Um, and I like what they've been doing, how they've been kind of changing things up and getting more interest and more demos. And, you know, they asked us to do demos this time. I think that's a great idea. Hmm and just getting more interaction with, with stuff, um, I think it has potential to be its own thing. I don't think it's going to compete necessarily with with knife shows in person. But, you know, on the other hand, you're a knife show in person, you got to be there. You know, you can't have people from all over the world just drop in for half a day right. or three yeah. hours. It's, it's a different thing. And it, as that thing, it's really cool.
9: Hmm. Yeah.
5: That is one of the things that about this is there's, you know, I mean, Mertance, who's in Australia, yeah. you have guys and you know, guys all over Europe and it's a global event, which is a lot of fun. He's a lot of these people, especially people in the chat. These are guys who all listen the podcast. They might not be able to, you know, interact with you or Fingal or, or whoever. So it's, it is, I think it's an awesome event. I, I'm glad I don't have to go
2: and in. And I enjoy like getting exposed to makers. I never, I've never met or heard of before, you know, like, the guy you had on snow, I'm like, what? Innsbruck kind of blew me away. I didn't, I'd never heard of him, never heard his name before. I'm looking through the knives, I'm like, whoa, that's some cool stuff. His lines are so tight. Like, mm. those handles are just so swoopy, but they're not like swoopy just to be swoopy. You know, they actually yeah. function as a handle, which is great.
9: Yeah yeah
2: no it's lovely to so, see like so,
4: a lot so, of these yeah. people I, I would never have seen their work you know because it's, yeah. it's very different to what i do so yeah it is really nice to see it you know everybody's at the top of their game here it's, it's some amazing stuff yeah,
2: yeah. the only thing I've ever, I've ever been to that's comparable for that side of it is like blade show but blade show is such a like whirlwind of like just three days of drunken crazy knives everywhere just seven thousand booths boosts or whatever you know like it's just so much to take in and, and you can't you end up like running down an aisle and like meeting one person here and then one person here and one person here. You don't, you can never experience the whole show. Yeah. Right.
4: But, overwhelming. You
2: know, they're very much so. This is much smaller and not so overwhelming. Yeah.
4: Well, well, look, Matt, we need, we need to set you off, but can you do me a favor? Can you go and check yeah. on Alfredo that he's not burning the house down? So I hear he's doing a cooking demonstration there, and we're all a bit worried. Fire Brigade are on I'll stand. I'll over
2: there before I go to my, back to my booth.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Nice to speak to you, mate. Bye-bye. Good Bye. luck, Matt. Good to see you,
2: Matt. Good
11: to see you guys. <laughs> talk. The words actually work. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Dimitri, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you? Nice to
13: meet you in person. Good, good, good. good, good. You look very Hello happy. Hello from Switzerland. You look
4: happy. So does that mean that you're having a good show?
13: Well, uh, the show has just started. I was just listening to the the podcast, uh, but I noticed you are drinking wine and I'm drinking coffee because I need to stay awake.
4: Uh, uh, me too. Well, I, <laughs> I, I think the wine helps like, me stay awake.
13: <laughs> oh, that's how it works. I was, uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, nine o'clock in ten o'clock in the evening. So I need a little booster until midnight. So yes, coffee will.
4: Yeah. Well, Demetri, you're joined by Zach uh, from Monolith Knives and Joel, who I believe is from Studio Blade. Is that right, Joel? I'm from Studio Blade. You're from Studio Blade. So, Joel is from Scarnian Steel. Joel's on his side. There we go. There we go. Can you hear us, Joel? I think we may have some connection issues there with Joel. Zach, can you hear us?
14: I can.
6: You can.
4: Good, good,
14: good.
6: How are you guys doing? I think I joined by accident
4: i'm looking for the bat you're breaking you're up a little the bit there a little breaking up a little bit there joel sorry joel, i'm afraid joel, joel you...
15: joel's looking for the bathroom oh, the it, bathroom it, is it. down the hall <laughs> to the right through the doors <laughs> i'm having some troubles here so
4: D- dimitri dimitri I, I can't see any of your knives there um any oh. chance you can you can
13: bring one up for us
4: this one Oh, nice! Wow! What, what pattern? It's
13: a Santoku. What pattern what, is that you uh, using? Desert ironwood. Uh,
4: desert ironwood. Nice. And the pattern of the steel, what's what that?
13: It's, it's Odin's eye.
4: Nice, nice.
13: But I, uh, I etched it with uh, sulfuric acid, and I, uh, lately, I've been doing a really deep etching on the Damascus steel. Mm. Uh, I feel it helps with the food separation also. So. Uh, I put it in hot sulfuric acid and uh, let it sit for a while, and, and then I polish it, and uh, I like a deep edge. Nice. That's what I do nowadays. Yeah, and this is Arizona. This is the Desert Ironwood from the Sonora Desert. Uh, I'm, I'm half Mexican, half Belgian, and I picked this one up in Mexico and back in California myself. Oh, wow. So, oh, nice. Yeah, I saw this guy on the side of the road selling... Little wooden stash Yeah making
4: this story. We oh. all know the story oh, helps. We are making no, 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 this up. True. We know how it works.
13: I thought he I was going to say. Uh, look, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not interested in your little dolphins that you make in wood. I want to <laughs> see your wooden stash. So he took me to the back of uh, of his workshop where he had these big piles of desert ironwood. And I was like, oh, I want yeah. to buy something. So uh, I, took, I bought two blocks of uh, ironwood and uh, put it in my... Uh, Luggage back to Europe. So nice. Yeah, that's that's
9: awesome. That's cool. Yeah,
13: Zach. I can see uh, you're the only person who's
4: put your name on, on on screen there. Marketing genius, I'd say. Here. Yes. Yes. Oh,
14: that's my new box, man. I'm all proud of my new
4: box.
14: <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five dollars these damn
4: <laughs> Is that a moreco nice. T-shirt you're wearing?
14: No, this is so. I'm a, I'm a big Grateful Bad guy. Ah, because, right. So it's steal your face. Ah, okay. Then steal, steal your face.
4: Hilarious. So,
14: Hilarious. You know, I gotta be honest. Mareco had these killer hats, which I have one of, and and I wasn't copying him, but then so my <laughs> busted. Absolutely right, busted. <laughs> No, I'm not. So, this is like, this is my friends, and they run a fishing company. If you can see, it's like Grateful Dead stuff. And I was literally sitting on the shitter one day and was like,
3: he was at probably opening here. a package like like craig does
14: i was looking at my hat and i was like damn i can make ah i got an idea and then it looked so much like moreko's like thing that i felt like a douchebag so i felt like the like invaders from mars i was like oh shit man.
9: Oh, I'm,
3: not, I'm not offended i love it i think it's cool I get it. So,
14: but that's the truth and I'm sticking to it. But yes, um, I, I, we've got production stuff we're working on I, or I'm working on these days. It's just me. So I'm alone. I, I had, a, I had some guys that were in here helping me in previously, but they're gone. They, they went back to school. They're smart. Hmm. So they or they want to so employ
13: children in your workshop.
14: They want a real future.
13: <laughs> Are you running a sweatshop with children? Uh, they were almost one of them was pretty damn
12: young. I mean, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he up, he was all like, right, all
5: right, all right.
12: He was the neighbor's kid. <laughs> so, so so Zach,
4: show us, show us one of your pieces. Show show, show piece. your piece. Your favorite piece you've got there.
14: Well, I'll show you the one that I just finished today. So it didn't make it to the show. I was, uh, but I, uh, this guy. So this is the newest. I've used all the, all the other pieces I have. I've used all these patterns, um, before. And, but this is the newest, this is Bifrost. And I bought it for the show and I was running a little kind of behind and I really wanted to get this together. I was working really hard on this, like, um, you know, I love to do these, uh, I love to do these makume um ferrules and bolsters. I just think they're really, really slick and and, and because it's it's because it's fer- um non ferrous, it's softer than you know, I've got a whole damn roll two two bars of damn steel um bar stock.
9: <laughs>
14: but they're not getting milled because I just I don't have the I don't have the equipment. Like I've got a really I got to figure something out, but I I have a design that I've been doing where I, you know, I got a nice little feral detail that I do for hidden tanks. So I didn't get to pull that off on this one. So I just kind of fell back to my standard, you know, but this, I love, I like this thing. I, I put it together literally today. I finished it today. Um, I really like this handle. It's, uh, um, it's, uh, Coca-Cola and maple. Where, where,
4: do, where did you buy the handle material? Is it as cool as Dimitri's, or we've got to bring Dimitri back in? i got lots
14: of stories about handles, and Morecco knows that too. But yeah. like all this walnut, this is cool. So I live in Charlottesville, Virginia, and Monticello's here. And Thomas, Jeff, all this walnut, like this box and everything, they're all made from walnut that was either from, I live on Meriwether Lewis's, Property like his farm, the the explorer with you know Lewis and Clark.
9: Yeah, so this is this, I
14: live on his fa- on his farm, and so all this wood either comes from Monticello, Thomas Jefferson's house, or Mary Lewis's land. So I've got all this walnut, and so I all these handles for my production stuff I go get from, I go all over my woods and I cultivate. It took me three years to cultivate all this stuff. But you know the tropical stuff. I like. I love it. Uh, I just feel bad about it. Like <laughs> so. What, so what I've started doing is I love tropical wood. This is teak. So I've started like finding people that are throwing away teak furniture or like it's broken, and I'm reclaiming the teak. And I'm starting to make this is a lamination. I don't know if you can see it. I called this the Candy Man, which was a reference to a Grateful Dead song, but you know it's kind of got these Candyman Man colors, like these candy colors. I wish I had done this in okay. day, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so both of so, you
4: guys are using sort of exotic woods. Do you ever have any problems shipping these internationally? Because yes. I know with guitars, with a lot of them using rosewood, you can't ship internationally and stuff because yeah. some of these species are now illegal to you know cross borders with how,
13: how do you cope so with that you, so you're going to a- I, I only do legal stuff i don't do anything illegal yeah
5: you yeah. can. Yeah. man Dimitri knows how to do easy he, sign, oh, sign of the cross <laughs> don't worry about it i'm with you yeah, Dimitri. i would do anything everything's totally legal i'm with you no,
13: I'm, I'm completely hands up in the him.
5: air i don't know man i don't know anything about it <laughs>
9: I,
14: I, I didn't know some, anything some
13: about that. upcycling until... stuff. So I do. I made a. Last time I made a. I show you. I made a knife in a, a old skateboards. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, that's yeah. super cool.
12: Yeah. So so you're saying, one, Zach? It's, it's got brand a brand kitchen brand
13: knife. But this one has got the old uh, Santa Cruz skateboard still on it. And the logo oh, nice. still. That's super uh, cool. The logo of Santa Cruz. That's, tight. that's super tight.
3: That's fucking cool. Very yeah. nice. Yeah.
14: Yeah, so, like, this is a good example. Um, So, a couple years ago, so, again, we're here where I live. Dave Matthews, the musician, is a good friend of mine because we just live in a small town with Dave Matthews around. But, you're full I mean, of shit,
4: Thomas Jefferson and Dave Matthews.
9: Yeah, who is this guy? Yeah, you you
4: like, can say anything. Saying, I can, just tell. I can tell. I have a question.
5: <laughs> I have a question <laughs> for him. When <laughs> this is <laughs> done, <laughs> just calm down, everybody. Finish what you're saying, Zach, and then I have the first question.
14: Okay. okay. So David, I, I made I made sixteen. I made a set of sixteen steak knives for Dave Matthews. And David to his friends, and he knew what the wood was, and he called me out, and he's like, "You're a fucking douchebag." he's like, you are using Rosewood that shouldn't be exported or moved around. And I didn't know. And he like came over and chewed me out after I made 16 damn knives for him. And so I got a tongue lashing over this stuff. And he and his friend who makes guitars, both of them ripped me in half about the whole Rosewood thing. Mm. So I, since then, have tried to apply myself with some intelligence about what I'm using. Zach.
5: Yes, sir. Was the tongue lashing he gave you before or after his tour bus unloaded their toilet on a bridge?
14: That was was messed
5: up. I I did a don't know if you guys know this, but a number of years ago, and I'll tell you how I know this, I actually made a knife for Dave Matthews, tour manager at the time. Dave Matthews on a bus, on a bus tour bus. The tour bus is going over a bridge. I don't remember what it was. It's like a two tier bridge.
14: His bus. It was. It was Boy Tinsley's bus.
5: Whatever. Who I don't give a shit whose bus it was. Because so it was the, a lot. The, the bus driver. The bus driver. You know the, the, these tour buses have a lever, and the lever controls how you dump the toilet. The key is <laughs> is you're not supposed to use if you're on a tour bus, you're not supposed to use the bathroom. That's number one. That's rule number one. So they draw he, the tour bus driver tur, uh, opens up the thing while it's on the on the upper level of the of the bridge oh. with grating. Oh oh! <laughs> so there's a car driving underneath. Uh. And the car and the bus driver, the bus driver pulls the lever, boom, right onto the bottom. It was a big deal for a while, and I, t- I did talk to the the tour manager about it. And the, she she said, "I don't know. We don't know anything about it. It was the tour bus department." But I, be honest with you, if if Dave Matthews gave me an earful, I think I might bring that up to him. I'm like, "Listen, let's just calm oh, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> let's just calm yourself down here." I'm not the one, you know, human excrement on on buses before you talk about Rosewood. Let's not talk about what's appropriate and not appropriate, okay?
13: On the topic of of poo and sustainable products and woods, I know that for a fact they are making handle materials from cow poo.
9: Yes,
4: the local place here is stabilizing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
13: uh, Like my fire, they have the fire sticks. The the handle is made of cow poo, recycled cow poo.
4: Sure. And on that note, guys, we've got to get rid of you. We've got people waiting. We're on a tight schedule. but um, I, Greg's the bus driver. I'm the bus <laughs> He's driver, the I'm afraid.
3: Dumping you guys. He's <laughs> have a good show, guys. <laughs>
4: Love you. Good, luck, guys. Good, good to know. see you, bud. Right then, who have we got? We've got Ryan and we've got Neil. True story. True story it's about Gabe Matthews. True story. Neil is here and we're just waiting for Ryan a second neil how are you i'm very good how are you we're very good very good that's better that way we can see you better that way oh you've disappeared you disappeared tell us your best yeah, Dave matthews know. story neil you must have one everybody <laughs> else has one um
16: uh, i have none,
4: none. <laughs> I'm too old
16: for Dave matthews.
4: <laughs> so, so what's going on with the show how many knives are you exhibit in
16: I'd haven't an exhibited any knives. So I'm a hobby maker. Oh I right. I
9: join
16: right. Oh, okay. Sorry.
4: I thought you were queued up as you were one of the makers that are scheduled to be on the show.
16: <laughs>
6: no, 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 no.
4: First time caller, long time listener. Okay. Neil, we're gonna ask you a question then, because the way the show works is we get we get questions from our from our I can't audience. Do
5: it. I can't do it. Oh go ahead.
4: And okay. Um Leonardo has asked, um, I'm thinking about teaching a few beginner classes to people who just want to have some fun, but I've only got a coal forge. Should I invest in a more beginner-friendly propane forge that I'm not super familiar with or just teach with what I know? Do you do any teaching
16: yourself, Neil? Uh, No, I don't. I try to teach my son, but he's always too busy to come on over. So we got a knife that's in process, but it's been months since he's been... Able to come over and work on it with me. Oh
5: man! You should have him give us a call. We need to talk to your son. He needs to be more supportive of you.
16: you no, know, he's very supportive. He's just—he's got a new baby boy, and he's pretty busy. I know you guys know what that's all about.
4: Yes. Yeah. Do you listen? You, you listen, know, do you listen to the show? You, where are you... All the time. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You do?
16: You listen yeah. to this show? Yes, I do. I Back, appreciate I that. Even asked a question not that long ago about heat treating.
5: Did we did we answer it?
16: Most of it. Uh, <laughs> Most I talked of it. about having a a batch of knives waiting for my even heat kiln. And uh I was worried about uh getting the oil too hot between knives. I've only got, you know, five knives in the batch, but
4: I remember so. that, that was just last question I think that was just last week. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I th- what do we say? I think um, – so I keep quench – if if it's stainless and I'm using plates, I keep the plates – I have a bunch of plates and I keep them in a fridge. And, um, you know, I'll just recycle them and put them back in the fridge and all that kind of stuff. Um, But, yeah, I think we, we mentioned then having multiple tanks, I think, to we split it up into multiple tanks could, could right. help. Yeah, yeah.
16: I thought the idea of uh, keeping cold steel available was pretty good since I live in Minnesota – we're getting to that time of year. I'll have plenty of that out in the garage. So, but, uh, do you have to worry anything about any moisture that might be picked up on the steel from frost or.
3: I, I personally have never, I've used cold seal to cool down my oil and I've, I've, the, the concern of water has never crossed my mind because it's okay. not getting up to a, a high enough temperature that it's going to do anything dangerous or damaging you know usually the the oil maybe gets to about 250 degrees at the very highest which is you don't really want it to go much more than 150 so yeah yeah
16: cool well I got a good thermometer to keep track of it so nice cool
4: well, Neil, we've got Alfredo waiting to join us. Um Alfredo's exhibiting today, but he's also been doing some cooking as well. So I'm keen to see whether he's put his kitchen down or whether the food went well. Um let's bring him in. Let's have a look.
9: Yeah. Oh Alfredo, my he's still god. cooking look.
16: <laughs> look at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
4: god. Hey, he's got a sous I, chef I, I with him. Me. This is serious stuff. Yeah.
17: Yes, yes, yes. This is my friend Alessandro who is preparing risotto radicchio. Oh, molto
4: bene. You need All a, right. a fader yeah. fork for Woo. that pasta.
17: <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am the small uh, one in the, in the left or in the right of the screen. I don't know where I am. I, we see you. Yeah, we sorry. see you in
4: the little pop up box. Oh, yes, him, yeah.
17: Kitchen. Yeah. look at that guy. I, look at him go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: look at oh, him go.
17: We, yeah. It is not a damn steel knife. Shh.
4: Like, come on, we, can't, we can't say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's the show going? You're having fun anyway, Alfredo. That, that looks like the main thing. You're having fun.
17: I, I have to ask, uh, speak slow, please, because I yeah. can't understand yeah, of English. Course. Of course. You know, la- last time uh, I can't come here because I have. A... I, I was afraid. I was, uh, I was afraid. Afraid about talking with you. Out. So <laughs> no need. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. I have not studied English when I I, I, I have to do well. Don't worry. So so okay. I speak I speak Italian.
4: I mean my Italian is no. awesome.
17: No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we know Jeff does know one Italian phrase, which he's brought up yeah. before yeah, on the I, show.
17: I know. I, I see. I see. Jeff is. Uh, as a, a part of Italy, in the, yeah, because I see when he cook uh, some Italian recipes, uh, dishes. Yeah,
9: yeah.
5: Sometimes I uh, my, my yeah. family, my family from Italy was the San Giovanni's, San Giovanni's. And then they that's, came to the United States and. Tran- San Giovanni, yeah, San Giovanni, and they changed it to St. John when they came to the United States. These Americans, they're oh, either man.
4: Irish or Italian. They just can't admit that. <laughs> Did, <you laughs> they got <laughs> to find something. I,
5: I had a funny story, but then I could bring it down. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring it down one. But I mean, honestly, my grandfather was a a, a victim of the last pandemic. His both his parents died oh. from the last pandemic, and they they sent him over to the United States after wow. the 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 last pandemic, and he moved in with distant relatives.
4: You mean the Spanish oh. flu. Right. right, right. The Spanish yeah. flu, right. Okay, yeah. So, so what's cooking, Alfredo? What's cooking at the moment? Uh,
17: now, Alessandro is cooking uh, risotto, I mean rice, with uh, a typical uh, vegetable from uh, my, my, my country, that is uh, radicchio. Mm.
9: Uh, yes.
17: Show, show radicchio, please. Uh, Voila. Voila. Yeah. It's, like a, bitter, it's uh, like a bitter leaf, isn't it? So, yeah. Okay.
5: Oh, sorry. Just your nice yeah it's a red bitter yeah. type of it's like andive or cabot you know like a, a bitter like a yeah bitter yeah. like
11: andive this
17: and is almond. my workshop tomorrow i have all the the, the <laughs> carbon steel uh, <laughs> <with>
11: the <last>. <laughs> it, <laughs> spicy on it's <laughs> it's a, a
5: great it's a great backdrop it's a great backdrop for a cooking show alfredo
17: yeah i, I try cook to
14: cook <laughs> Okay. So, Alfred, I have, a uh, qu-
4: I have a question for you, Alfredo. <laughs> milk in the bolognese sauce or no milk in the bolognese
17: sauce? Dude, you fool around. L- Wait, I have a, a stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, latte nella la, la salsa? No 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 no, oh. no, 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 no,
3: no, no. Very serious. Holy cow. No. There we go. There we go. T- oh, they told no, me. No,
18: no. I, what? No, no. Ch- No, Uh, nothing. No, 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 no fucking milk. No milk. No (laughs) no fucking no. No, no, fucking milk. No
5: fucking milk. (laughs) (laughs) milk. (laughs) So,
17: so I think I have have to say another thing that Uh uh, when you eat uh, pasta alfredo, yeah, you okay? It's not, it's not, it's not the same as in Italy. It's totally different. Okay. It's. Mm. it's, uh,
4: I think Alfreda, you called in on the show before when you were sitting around with your mates and you're all eating wild boar at the time. Was that you? That's right. That's right.
17: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, in in April we called uh, we called you and we are hitting, uh wild boar. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yes. Okay.
4: You know how to have a good time. That's good. Yes. Yes. Yes.
17: My workshop is a center of. Uh, Yes, of oh, special, <laughs> special people. Very special.
19: <laughs> Very special.
17: Very special. Strange
5: special people. Yeah, yeah. So, are you are you exhibiting any knives, Alfredo?
17: Yeah, I have. Uh, I changed my. I have uh, exhibiting eight knives. <laughs> nice. I think. Oh, we can see on the screen. too. He's got. Yes. An, oh, look it's at a you. this! Is a good system I, I, I going was, on? I was a computer programmer. I was a ah, okay. You might want to reach
4: out to <laughs> Michael West.
5: You might want to reach out yeah. to Michael West and give him a hand. Because Michael's, Michael's having some problems. Nice, nice. Wow. And,
17: uh, I have uh, eight knives using three different uh, damasteel pattern, And uh, I like very much this one. Hmm. It's defrost. It's a very strange pattern. And um, I like to, to etch them with the sulfuric acid because... Uh, they make a good contrast, silver and white. I don't like too much black and white. I prefer silver and white in my when I etch this uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Damascus.
4: Alfredo, I am wondering, your customers, are they mainly Italian or around Europe, or do these go to the States?
17: Is <laughs> uh, some problem because my, a friend of mine has... Wait, <laughs> put your pants on, Alfred. Come on, this is a podcast.
9: You, 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 okay, okay,
17: okay. And, um, no, um, the, 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 the main part of my customer is from Italy, okay. Oh, but nice. But I have oh, yeah. uh, sold my knives in uh, Australia, in California, in Germany, in Sweden, in Sweden,
4: Sweden, wow, oh, nice, and, uh,
17: yeah. Uh, The main part is in Italy because I make only custom knives. I don't make uh, knives uh, without uh, a customer Mm. known. I talk with my customer. I ask what they want and uh, I try to make my best to to meet uh, their request. I hope you understand what I'm saying. 100%. Of course. Perfecto. Perfecto.
4: Perfecto. Of course, they... Perfecto. I understand perfecto. <laughs> That's it. They look beautiful. They look beautiful. <laughs> Very nice.
17: Now I show you my 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 bad face. So okay.
4: there he is. There we go. There he is. There we go. Okay. So g- give us give us the uh the sales talk. Um, if any, if anybody's looking at your knives and they're looking to buy, why should they buy your knife, or why should they? vote for your knife as the, the best in show?
5: Because he doesn't put milk in the pasta. He doesn't put milk in the ragu. That's
4: why.
17: <laughs> no milk in the bolognese. That's vote for me. No problem. Uh, you, you are asking me why somebody had to, to vote my knives? Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, only online uh, it's difficult to... to, to, to to say if a knife is good or not, because it's a, just a picture. Oui. But uh, I put all myself in the head trading of the knife. Hmm. And I think that my, the, my, my my blades, I think that the 90% of a knife is the blade, and I think that the 90% of the blade is the head treatment. And I put all myself yeah. the, to the head treatment. So, uh, I think that my my knife works. <laughs> We've got Johan, uh, I think, is
4: Grunstead in the chat, and he's saying, "I love your work, Alfredo. Your workmanship level is off the chart." Gr- Gr-
17: Grunstead?
4: Um, yeah, Johan Gr- oh, okay, Grunstead. Okay,
17: okay. she, she, she's a she's a my, my she's a customer of me of mine. Is one of my customers.
4: Ah. Uh, yeah. Loves Not your work. Okay. They love okay. your work anyway, which is good. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and and obviously you cook a lot too, so you know how you know what a good knife is. There's a lots lots of knife makers who maybe don't cook so much, so it's it's good that they're being used. You know.
17: Uh, I I cook I cook a lot because in Italy everybody cook a lot. Mm. But uh, um, I think when when I start making. Kitchen knives. I started making other types of knives. But uh, seven years ago, I started making kitchen knives and I asked to other chefs how a really chef knives has to be. Yeah. So I, and uh, when I make a, a knife for a customer, I learn a, a lot from my customer. Uh, I can, I can. Uh, you, do you understand what I yes, say? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, of, of course. course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am afraid. It, No, no, man, no. You're doing
4: great. You're doing great. And is it just you, or do you have a team of people, or all the knives are 100% no, you? No, no,
17: no. Uh, uh, I, I, I am just me, but uh, I have another uh, knife maker that helped me sometime uh, hmm. to make some knives. And uh, he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's the, 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 there The Rasta man. The Rasta man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody.
9: Hey there. Hey. See you. Hey. Uh,
17: Hello, I'm he, Francesco. He can speak uh, English very well. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Francesco. Hey, Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. He's a Thank knife. You. He's a young knife maker, but he's very, very, very good knife maker. Thank you. Thank you. Good Somebody in the chat,
5: maybe, maybe Alfredo, you can help with this. Somebody in the chat asked if, if you're using damascus steel, can you quench when you're heat treating? Can you
17: quench in oil? What do I you have think? Never quenched damascus steel or RWI forty four in oil. Never. I use uh, air and uh, aluminum plates. <laughs> Okay. If you, I, I, I can't. Uh, uh, it's not. Uh, it's not useful to to to, to quench in oil damascus steel, due to its uh, chemical composition. Hmm.
5: So, so if I guess I don't know if this is a question for you, Alfredo, or Mareko, but if you're making an integral knife, obviously, unless you're milling out a very specific set of aluminum plates, how would you quench uh, an integral bolstered knife?
3: Oh. Uh, yeah. So I I have quenched in oil. Uh, oh, yeah.
9: Compressor. There
1: you go. <laughs> oh, the compressor.
17: It's the second time. Also, also <laughs> the last. Also the last knife talk.
11: Busted. That's
5: right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the second time. Alfredo's got you, Moreco. He said that's the second time you've done that. Three strikes Two and you're out, Moreco.
17: Three Fucking strikes. <laughs> I, I had used okay. your knife talk to, 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 to learn English. So. <laughs>
3: oh, there you go. Yeah, so <laughs> I have quenched in oil. The last, actually, chef's knife I did uh, out of Damasteel was an integral, and I quenched in oil. I, I got really great results. It was 64 Rockwell um, <clears throat> after tempering and everything and so I actually had to put it back in to pull it back a little bit more um but it, it is possible and they, and they talk about it on their website um it just comes down to I think using what you have effectively they can eat, you can either do the plate quench or you can do the oil quench um yeah Are you find you get scale
4: then though if you put it in the oil did, did you get scale dropping off or or not
3: I do I do um But, again, I account for kind of the decarburization that happens um, before I do the hardening so that after heat treat and everything, I grind through and get rid of all of that. Cool. That might occur. Cool. Well, we've got Nate Bonner waiting
4: to join the show. So, Alfredo, um, if you need any bolognese tips... Send me a message, and I can help you okay.
5: out. Speaking of which, okay. I have to say one, okay. Alfredo, I, I, I have to say one thing, Alfredo. I want to apologize because our our my our co-host Craig was responding to you not in Italian but in French. He said "we" oui, like really? three really? times, and I like all of a sudden now I'm all Mister 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 uh, you know foreign European Mister European is speaking in French. So I apologize on behalf of
4: him, Cazzo de I'm with you. <laughs> speak soon alfredo thank you very much for joining us <laughs> i didn't realize good i was dude. speaking french i think it's just oh, here yeah. an accent saying, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, was,
5: I was like when can i hop in and say why are you speaking to this italian in french <laughs> why are you doing the hands jeff why are you doing that <laughs> he's a good dude you know what i'm so he's glad fun. he came on because he said last year he was too afraid yeah and i'm was so fun. glad he yeah. came on
4: that was fun
12: Here's Nate. Here's Nate. Hey, guys. How you doing? Wait, good. How are you? Wait, Good. I'm excellent. Good to see you all. How's the show going yeah, for you? Uh, good. I just did a forging demo, so I was um, not nervous at all. Like, at <laughs> all at all. That's a total lie. I, like, barely slept last night. Oh, what wow. What did
5: you – what, what was the demo? Tell us about the demo. You know,
12: I took a uh, three-inch piece of one-inch round bar, damascus steel, concentric layer, and then just started the integral process. So I did it side-by-side with the exact same amount of, and sorry, there's hammering going on back there. But I did the exact same amount with uh, 1085, um, the Japanese 1085, and just did a side-by-side comparison. So got the forge going, and then uh, just to kind of show everybody the difference of, like, how much more effort it takes to move that metal around. And, Mm. yeah, the 1085, if I wasn't talking and just cranking it out in hot forge like you can start that integral process super fast and the damascus steel from round bar it's like you hit it and you just see these like little tiny increments change you know and you don't you don't see a lot of moving around
5: yeah cool so when you're forging yeah. you, so, so when like
2: you're a...
12: so sorry i'm gonna i've got it i'm in like another workshop that we all share so there's like it's, a fine. Whole business this. It's, fine. it's fine. Another business wear this. It's fine. It's fine.
5: It's <laughs> fine. What I was going to say is when you're forging um when you're forging Damascus steel a couple things. So you're really not you're keeping it as hot as you can, right? You're not you're not letting it yeah. you're not doing a lot of
12: planishing blows at a lower heat, right? No. And, and for the particular damage steel I was working, I, I knew my, my temperature range, it's like somewhere around 200 degree window. Um, so I keep the forge temperature at a little bit hot for me, like 2200 Fahrenheit. And then it's set up where like, I only have to move two feet to the hammer. So by the time I get it on the hammer and I start to hit it, um, the moment that I see any color change, I am like already on the way back to the forge. Wow! Um, I think when I was working the the actual knives and like forging out the blades, I was giving myself like it sounds like an exaggeration, but it, it isn't. Around six seconds, you know, you count to like one, one thousand, two, one thousand, six seconds, like. It's actually kind of a long time to be like, is this going to crack? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I did lose one knife, unfortunately, for the show. Uh, but it was a huge lesson I learned, and I tried to squeeze out. It was right when I was done with the blade. It was a big knife, too. And I got right – it's like the big fish. Everybody caught it. Like, oh, it's huge. should have seen it. Um, I got right at the end, and I just sque- squeezed out a little too much. And um, I got a hairline crack underneath the bolster, and – a tiniest bit of oxygen got in there wreaked havoc. The thing was, I didn't know about it until I was like already kind of done with the, you know, like the shaping of that knife and i put a bunch of work into it. And then I was like, Oh, here's, Oh, that's not good. And I gave the knife a little smack and it, it just, it came apart and I was able to look inside of the bolster and see where the hairline crack went, where the oxygen was, I guess. And, and where it just kind of like, you know, had a little bit of a blowout. So that was uh, that was an expensive lesson to learn, but you know, when I did this damascus steel, I like I committed. I didn't order a backup. I was like, you know, no no flat stock this time. I'm definitely gonna do flat stock again with damascus because I love it. But I'd, I'd like to be able to do both. And you know, this time it like made me do it because I was like, either I drop out of the show or I figure this out. Yeah. And uh, Salem gave me a, a whole bunch of tips too. I I gotta say a huge thank you to him if he's a. Uh, I've, got, I've got so. a
4: question. If if you're forging damascus steel. Are you finding that the shape is being manipulated a lot? Or is the shape staying reasonably the same? I mean, uh, what, what's going on? So, for me, it was like the opposite. So, sorry, the, pat, had, the pattern. Uh, the, pattern me. the pattern, I mean.
12: Oh, the, the pattern. Yeah, I, and funny you say about the shape, because I get, like, the humpback that everybody gets after the bolster transitions to the blade. I get this wonky thing going on with my tip every time. But, like, with damage steel, it just it works slower. And you had to hit it harder and have more of a plan. So that just like made me get better at forging faster. I think, um, pattern wise, since it's concentric layers, um, like, and you can see the pattern on this, you can kind of see like where I hit it with fullers. Like if I take a step back from that knife, or if you see it on the knife page, like, um, there's some really good photos. My buddy, Spencer Perkinoff took. to, hi Spencer, so- um, <laughs> you can like see where I hit it with certain things, which is so amazing because it wasn't really much of a pattern. I mean, it is, but only if you look at the face of that round bar, it's perfect tree rings. Mm. Um, and I did the dog tags that way where I forged them and that tree ring, like manipulated itself to the shape of what I forged. So in the future, what I'd like to do is get the same round bar, but way bigger diameter, cut it in biscuits, upset it, turn that into a rectangle, forge it out so you you can like determine where you want to place the center of those tree rings and they'll all follow what you forged which i think gives you like an added so added fingerprint you know it's an added bonus on that knife because you're like hey that i did that you yeah. know which just like really cool i always pick the same steel pattern just because they have one pattern it's the bifrost i like i absolutely love it um so as far as like making a stock knife i'll probably always choose that if they always have it available you know
5: Right. Nate, I have a question for you. Um, when, after you forge your, your knife out of Damascus steel, how do you, how do you know, what's the normalizing schedule for? So
12: yeah, it was a weird one. I had like a, I ended up making it like six steps I think in my even heat. Um, which thank God I have that because I didn't really even think about that part of the process until I was like the two days before. And I was like, damn, I gotta figure out what I'm going to do to get this to drop you know, to this temperature within two hours and then hold it at this temperature. And at least I had the, the capability to be like, okay, computer, here's what I need. And I was able to just kind of write a formula I thought worked because I didn't see one out there. And I kind of just wanted to, um, you know, follow the rules that, you know, Damist Steel gives you that really nice downloadable, you know, spec sheet. Mm. And so I just went with that and I just, fingers crossed. And as soon as I was done forging, um, I went, I already had the even heat at like 1680 Fahrenheit or something like that. And I went straight into there. Sorry, Nate.
4: Sorry, Nate. What kiln do you use? Even heat. There we
12: go. Carry on. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's the best. Um, I actually love my even heat. (laughs) because I got one that was way too big for me, like when I started, uh, and it's still kicking. And now I just made this giant like turkey sword. Uh, and that my quench tank wasn't big enough, but my even heat was.
3: So. Well, he's bonus. got a turkey sword, yeah. and I had the image of an actual like a sword with a, like a a giant wing as the blade, and the head and the tail is the guard. That <laughs> like sounds a <laughs> <sword>. <laughs> <laughs> now, We've got
4: we've got a question in the in the chat actually from Jack uh, Beck Doll, I think his name is, um, and this is this is for both you, Morocco and and Nate. Um, what precautions do you take when shipping a blade? To protect the edge and prevent scratches, are you putting them in sheets? What what you know what you doing? Or is it just you know packaged very well? What, any any specific precautions you're making to protect that edge?
3: What are you doing, Marco? Go for it. Uh, I so I here. Let me. Why don't you start and I'll grab something real quick. Yep, cool. Um, I uh, I have a box made
12: up that's like a pretty thick cardboard box that's you know like logo care information. Hmm. Um and then I have a paper sheath that I'll push up to the bolster and then I'll also pack that box and then tape everything up. Um but as far as like I I try to make sayas for stuff and I try to, you know, I'm still working with my buddy Nick Pence on like just cool leather and I feel like that helps, but I also get nervous putting carbon knives in leather and then shipping them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't know how long it's going to be there, what kind of conditions it's going to get moisture in there if it already had moisture in there so that's a little sketchy but yeah yeah
3: Mareka, what you doing so lately what i've been doing is i actually go to the hardware store you can you can find like the one inch thick insulation foam board Hmm. and i cut out a piece that this is going to fit inside of a padded case and then well the knife goes inside of this and then the portion that i cut out for the blade actually split in half too and then sandwich around the blade to help keep it centered, and then that goes between another couple pieces and then into a shipping box that's usually like three three inches thick. So each one of these is one inch stacked, so you got mm. the blade in the middle, and then uh, basically it's extra padding on either side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I could package it up and I could stand on it, and I would feel very confident about it. That's awesome.
4: Yeah, Brigham Kendall <laughs> yeah, yeah, has yeah. asked yeah. Nate, um, what your Instagram is. I think it's NHB knifeworks, isn't it?
12: uh it's just nhb knives nhb knives there we go there we go yeah cool yeah i had formerly was nhb knife works and we had a a family business and it was it was great but that's when i got injured and we shut down our shop and just kind of like moved on so i picked up the pieces and just sort of started a new llc but i didn't want to like give up the you know what i mean like the history especially with my family and stuff so yeah
3: yeah
4: Brigham has also said Morocco's package game is strong, and I'm not sure what he's talking about there.
3: But the <laughs> nice, nice you. package, uh,
18: Morocco. <laughs> How dare you? Nice oh, What an, was an outrage! <laughs> so, what kind of
3: podcast? <laughs> I have actually, Nathan. I have a question for you. When you're running your forge, uh, do you have? Is it like temp- temperature? Oh, excuse me, temperature controlled, or you have some sort of thermal couple inside the forge that helps you keep? uh Oh, we lost
9: him. Ah, oh. damn it! Oh, damn! It. Right. I didn't well, kick
3: him then either. Ah, damn. <laughs> well, anyways, I was trying to ask if he had a way of controlling the, the temperature in there because that is, in my experience in forging the damascus steel, that is the hardest part is I've experienced more failures by overheating the material, which is very easy to do um, rather than underheating it. Because if you underheat it and try to forge it, like basically nothing happens. Oh, he's back. But if you he's over- back anyway. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Nathan's back. He was just building build, build, that. build
4: intention. That's all he was doing. Good. Yeah,
12: automatic <laughs> pause. No, uh, so, uh, yeah, like, I tried to set up a, and I say tried, uh, set up a PID to a thermal coupler to the propane tank and have the K-type thermometer in there, which I got as far as getting the K-type to work. Um, I got, like, a fine-tuned regulator and so i'm able to keep an eye on the the pid box but it doesn't actually do anything like it does it just clicks when it hits whatever ghost temperature i want it to but it's not sending a signal anywhere so i'm manually adjusting but the cool thing is my forge is like it's tiny um Hmm. it's it's almost embarrassingly small but it like holds heat super well it's just two burners and i got it hooked up to a giant propane tank and with that that little guy on there is funny. My, I'm so ADD too. If I have like one extra thing I have to watch it, like it helps me. Like that's why like cooking was so good for me as a profession. Cause you have like a million chaotic things that you're trying to make sense of and do. And when I'm forging, especially like temperature sensitive stuff and specifically did this for damage steel, Um, yeah, I just play the dancing game of like, turn it down, turn it up, mm. look at this, look at that, look at my bar of steel. And I think it keeps me focused. Cause then I'm not like, Oh, it's a squirrel outside. Like, yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah. damn, they want my bar. Yeah, <laughs> right. So.
4: That, back to cooking. Milk in the bolognese sauce or not? Oh, shut up! Oh my no, god. No. Already. See? 100% <laughs> it's no. Already? Hundred percent
12: no. It's only no. It's it's only it's it's more, sorry, Jeff who thinks cool. this is
17: a thing. Hundred percent no.
12: From... <laughs> That's an <the> instant no. <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? We How dare you uh, all. This oh, buried, This
5: argument
4: <laughs> is now buried. hundred percent no. And if Alfredo says no it's a no
12: surely yeah, i mean dude he's, he's, great, he's great by really the way man. i love him when i first met him like he was like yeah my english isn't so good so we just like emoji each other back and forth all the time and it's hilarious <laughs> man i'm sending him eggplants constantly you know
4: <laughs> wow nice
19: Really, <laughs> no, nice he's great dude. I'm
12: sending him i love out. him I've, I've, I've tried to yeah eggplants bananas no i've oh, tried to uh I tried to stay in touch with him, um, and I've I've gotten to meet a lot of really cool people through this. Hmm. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's cool to see other knife makers from other countries and what they're doing. And um, he's just one of those guys. It's like he's so cool. Like when we just started talking back and forth, I was like, oh man! Like he's like brother from another mother in Italy. You know what I mean? Which is just is neat. Cool. You know? Do you do physical shows
4: too? Do you do you go to Blade and all the, all these things too?
12: Uh, I went to blade once and I've always wanted to return. And that was at a time when I was just like designing knives and they were being machined and I was just essentially assembling them. Um, and I, I did that and it, it, it went well. Um, I always wanted like to redeem for myself cause I didn't even know what custom stuff was out there. You know what I mean? Like I kind of knew, but I didn't know until I went to blade and I was like, damn, like this is, this is a real thing that people really dedicate like their whole life to doing. And that's kind of when it opened my eyes and I was like, okay, like I have a lot of work to do. And that's, you know, I mean, s- still I'm trying to just educate myself and as much as possible. And do you know what I mean? Like keep learning. I don't ever want to get to a point where I think that I'm good. Yeah. That's like a for sure death nail, you know, 10,000
4: so. hours they say eh? I'm, I'm about 33 minutes into that. So I'm getting there, getting there, <laughs> small baby steps. <laughs> Small baby steps. <laughs> yeah, I'm a master at sitting on a bar stool, but uh, not knife making yeah. Let's have a look. If we've got any questions that may be relevant to you,
5: um, no. You guys have been playing with the spaghetti sauce, and now all of a sudden, everyone's talking about
4: spaghetti sauce in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> no milk is it seems to be the.
5: You know, uh, I was going to ask. I I was going to ask Alfredo about uh, cryo. Do you? Are you having a hard time, uh, Nate? getting the cryo together, I feel like cryo is one of those things that it's, it's just not as easy for most people. Um, for me, it's not easy because me I can't get liquid, the you know, closest liquid nitrogen or dry ice would be, you know, almost an hour away. So like yeah. for me to, and because it's not, even if you have a doer, it only lasts a couple of weeks in the doer even shut. So if I'm going to do cryo, I'm going to get, I have to, I have, a, I'm going to buy a lot of it and I'm going to do all of it at the same time. So I wonder how people get along with doing cryo
12: for damasteel. Um, I mean, I, I can't speak for anybody, but my situation is yeah. pretty fortunate. There's a place like, I want to say it's two miles from me. Oh, perfect. Uh, it's a giant welding supply place. Um, and lately, like on these ones, I actually did 60 pounds of dry ice with, uh, about a gallon of alcohol and that worked pretty damn well as far as i can tell i mean i can't look into the metal Hmm. with my eyeballs but uh as far as like hardness and finishing these knives um they were a monster pain to finish so that's always a good indicator that they're they're up there um and actually got that that trick was from salem uh denatured alcohol and dry eyes, and i clamped my blades you know, together once I, you know, I make sure everything's straight. You guys were talking about quenching. I did oil quench these. Um, I, d- I did a sort of a three part deal. I had a vice set up with two very thick aluminum plates. Um, they're like each one inch thick, big slabs. And I came out of the kiln right into that and then immediately blew compressed air on the bolster and then went into oil to get everything consistently, you know, there. And I forget what time frame it is now but it's like you have like you know 60 seconds 90 seconds to get it from 2000 degrees to like room temp like it's pretty fast mm. um you don't need to be nearly as fast as like oil quenching carbon i think um and i know a lot of that pr- process like happens after the quench you know it's it's what it's sitting in there that it's still working but um yeah i just i was uh i was really nervous about heat treating these to be honest i mean that was the biggest thing that i hadn't even thought about because i didn't know how to forge these to begin with you know what I yeah. mean? And all of my integrals I've been making have been from rectangles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like some kind of block that I can weld up and be like, all right, separate here, draw out here. And this is a round bar that's only one inch. I remember when I opened the package, I was like, damn, like that was stupid. How, like, how long have got, you been using Dharma
4: Steel? How long have you been using it?
12: Uh, about three years or so right okay cool and i've always done uh flat stock you know um and always been super happy with the results and really happy with the knives and everybody i've sold them to has been happy with them as uh, cool. far as That's i know cool. um, so okay there's yeah, there's,
4: but, there's a best in show coming up um and people can vote on your page so why should people vote for you
12: oh well, cue the sad music I'm coming no no savvy. no whoa, um, whoa, whoa whoa yeah go do, ahead what do you take <laughs> me what do you take <laughs> me ahead. for <laughs> no, I just, I, I mean, I'm going to talk myself up, which I never do, but, uh,
3: I can't believe you did that. You did it.
5: You as I what he came for. Gonna, he clearly from, came for <laughs>
3: that. Colorado
5: <laughs> Bruce is going to give us a, the problems again. You know, gonna changes, changes. I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to someone watching. Yeah. Uh, our friend Allison. Allison is in the room. She's watching. She's having a good time. She's working here at Fader Knives. And we're happy to welcome you aboard to Knife Talk, Allison. <laughs>
4: Wait there. Is that is this welcome aboard.
5: you're talking My about your own company here, too. Jeff?
9: <laughs> no, I'm get talking ready, about Allison. I'm talking ready. about Allison. No, no, no. Nah, Colorado I'm Bruce. I'm joking.
5: Colorado Bruce is gonna give it Colorado Bruce. Don't that wasn't
4: don't give us Alison change Alison Allison Zimmer, if you are listening. Send me a message. What's what's it like really to work with Jeff? What's it? What's really going on? We can talk about it in the next
3: after show. <laughs> yeah.
4: So we are ahead
3: of my son and wife. Real quick, too. They're watching. Really? They, oh, they say oh, hi. Well, oh, you need Down one on the too.
4: Piece. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Allison
5: writes. You can read about it in my memoir.
4: That's it. That's so it. <laughs> we're running a bit late, but we should have had um, Alex Horn and Prick Blades. Um, on at 120 and i'm pretty sure that, that um emily who who, who works for dama who who made this schedule i think she put a horn and prick blades on in the same schedule for for a certain reason maybe um great name as outrage great name prick blades i like it i like it but 135 uh, mark weinstock right at 35 well, mark minutes weinstock, that's right M- um mert should be on now mert so if you're in the room mert, mert. show yourself um Mert and um ballet blades um uh, you're due to be on the show, so if you're in the room um just request to be in and i can i can i can drag you in i can drag you in this do is fun to to there's been some there's been some lovely knives we've seen some lovely knives so what do you think I felt Jack?
5: like we needed... I feel like we needed more time with Alfredo. I think like so. I feel like I, think, I feel like there was I a lot I sense a full blast thing. coming
4: up with Alfredo very no, soon. No, no, no. I, uh, no,
5: no, no. I mean, he, later in the, in the world, maybe. Who knows? But, you know. Here we go. He's Sean Alonzo's here. Yeah.
9: Here we go. there we go
11: hey sean how are you hey sean Hi, i'm good yeah how are you guys
15: we're
4: good we're good i've, I've had a couple so i'm getting there you, is that a knife <laughs> is that a knife right in front of you
15: yeah yeah it's the one i made out of corn actually like um yeah i've been having a blast with all these crazy materials <laughs> so yeah
4: cool cool um, unsheathe it let's have a look let's have a look
15: Oh yeah, okay. Uh, So this particular—he's wearing gloves. This guy's
4: serious. He's wearing gloves. No fingerprints on his blades.
15: No, it's more like I I really stained my fingers when I was working (laughs) with some dye, so it's like there's black splotches on it. So yeah, this is the one I made out of the handle sculpted um, out of some albino carabao horn, and albino carabao is like a water buffalo that's native to the Philippines. Ah, wow! And it's 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 really cute. It's colored pink. And, uh, yeah, I made it out of this insane, wow. crazy-looking horn. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I've been working, like, I've, I've been, like, super obsessed with working with material that was once alive. Hmm. So I've had some bone. I've had some horn. So, yeah.
4: Your place must stink. <laughs> Your place must stink yeah, when well, you get grinding.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
15: So, I was, like, I, I make sure to do it, like, late in the day so I can <laughs> yeah. leave right after. yeah.
5: Sean, I I heard you on a podcast before, and you were explaining the derivation, the the origin behind the name ballet blades. Can you can you retell that story? To me?
15: <laughs> yeah, so it, it's, it's fr- so we have a tree in the Philippines called the Balete. Um and it's because I wanted to bring something Filipino to the world stage, something from my culture, and here in the Philippines, like knives. Purchasing knives, like high-end knives, it's not really a thing. Like here, everything's crude, everything's like used for tools, they, they like whack it through wood, they use it to dig holes. So um, I wanted to bring I wanted to up that a little bit. So if I was to bring something to the world stage, I didn't just want it to be Sean Alonso. I wanted it to be something Filipino. And the bolete is something that's super deep into our culture. Um, there's, like, all these crazy stories about a boleta tree. It's, like, a tree where all the monsters come out of. <laughs> it's the tree that people pray to to get blessings, and you pray to to curse other people. But, <laughs> but then, it's, like, a really mystical tree. It's not good or bad. It's just a really benevolent or malevolent tree. And there is a, there is a version of the boleta story all throughout the Philippines. Like, I worked in Duzon, and I worked in Mindanao, which is, like, East coast to West coast, like that really far distance. Mm. And they both speak very different languages, but then they all have the same, they all have their own story regarding the ballet tree. So the ballet is like something really Filipino. And I wanted to bring that to the world stage. So that's basically the story behind my brand.
4: Cool. Cool. And is it, use, is it usable, Boletta, is, is it, you know, the wood from the tree, is it well, usable? I, I've or? tried.
15: Um, it's, it's, a really, it's, it's actually a really ugly wood. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> it looks, yeah, yeah, it looks a lot like mahogany. Um, it, it's, uh, I think the English name for it is parasitic fig. And the reason it's... Um, tough
5: sell, it's a tough sell, Nia. Yeah, the
15: parasitic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't it sell well, yeah.
5: that yeah. That's a tough sell. It's, it's a, a crotch wood.
15: It's like cross kind of like X- green wood.
5: It's hard, man.
15: Yeah, yeah. It, so the baleta, actually, it, it's not really a tree-ish. It's like a it grows in tendrils, so it wraps itself around the host tree to start its life. Ah, okay. okay. So over time, it strangles that tree. That's why the oldest baleta trees here in the Philippines are hollow, because it, it creeps up a living tree, and then it kills it.
4: Oh, wow. So that's
9: how it starts its life, yeah.
4: Good name, good name for a knife company. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So we mentioned this before. Um, I, th- I think I said to Alfredo about, um, you said there maybe not so much of a market in the Philippines for high-end blades. So where are your customers? Yeah. Are, you, are you shipping them worldwide? Where, where are your customers?
15: So um, a lot of it is in the States, actually. Wow. And I got some in Australia and um, Malaysia. Like, not much here in the Philippines. Although I say that really gently because it's, Some Filipinos are my best patrons. Like, every time I have something crazy, like, um, every time I try something new, like, recently I tried forging integrals, which are fucking insane. (laughs) It's this insane rabbit hole. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to swear, but then.
5: Don't worry. (laughs) You're supposed to swear. Don't worry about that. It's all good. I've been bothering. Obviously, you don't listen to this podcast, Sean. Sean's (laughs) not listening to this podcast. podcast. Come on, man. Don't worry about that. So, like,
15: every. Like, I've been bothering so many makers about integrals, like, it's just this insane rabbit hole, like, how you pinch out, like, this is an integral I forged out of Damascus steel, and it's the first integral I've ever done, and it's oh. just really difficult to work with this material. Like I've been bothering this guy named Joshua Prince. He's been a lot of help. Yeah, this
5: guy's in the house. Don't worry, Josh.
15: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Um, and I, I'm really thankful and grateful for all this insight, like, especially with like forging out the proportion of the integral. Cause like when I first tried it, it was super messy. Like the heel was super far and like the bolster didn't just line up. So yeah, every time I try something new, it's always, it's always usually a Filipino who, uh, reaches out and, loses and says, like, hey, Sean, this is really cool. Um, I want to purchase this, like, even if it's just a concept. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I say that very gently because that doesn't happen anywhere else. <laughs> so how many knives are you exhibiting today? Uh, just two. Just so two. Um, one is, like, this, the one I made out of Bog Oak caribou Horn, and the other one is a Gyuto, like a K-Tip S Grand Gyuto. And, um... I've been doing a lot of these crazy S-Grinds, like, um, it's like a really deep S-Grind. Um, I I know- you can actually see,
4: you can actually see on the screen that the S-Grind on that. Yeah, yeah. that is deep, yeah. It's like,
15: I think another maker does S-Grinds like this, it's Max Albert from Majime. It's like, I actually got the idea from him, because his S-Grinds are wonderful. It's like, it's a really deep S-Grind, and you can see the transition, and I thought that'd be really cool.
4: Hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Any Dave Matthews stories about the handle at all, or no? <laughs> no We're no, done with Dave Matthews. Okay. Just like Um, like
15: I, I know, like some of you guys work a lot with Amboina. and Ambuina's native here in the Philippines, so really? I source my Amboina locally. And uh, locally, it's called Nada. It's not so Amboina that's harvested from Indonesia is a little bit darker. Um, i here in the Philippines has a lot more vibrant color, it's a oh, lot wow. more yellow, oh. yeah, yeah, and two tone is apparently a lot more popular here. So, oh. yeah, all my boyness harvested from the Philippines, and
4: um, cool. yeah, nice, nice. I like, I love it. It's really figured wood, I really like it. It's very,
15: very nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really how, ha-
5: how, how is it? Uh, how has lockdown affect? I know that the Philippines is going through some severe lockdowns. How's lockdown affected your work?
15: Well, so I, I, I normally work, um, well, I, I've had a problem with um, getting here to the workshop because here in the Philippines, they like to lock down roads. Right. Wow. And people are still going out despite, despite the lockdown policy. And, like, the government is just, yeah. Um, I It hasn't really been that much affected Although a lot of my local customers, like I've had two local customers pull out their orders because medical emergencies and all that. Mm. So in the large part, the work hasn't been that much affected because, you know, the workshop is indoors. I self-isolate anyway. (laughs) So it it hasn't been that much of a problem. But it's mostly just the transportation and the shipping.
4: Getting around. Because
15: shipping has been like really irritating because they have to go through a decontamination process before they ship out. But right now, I think it's easing up, you know? Um, It hasn't been that tedious in the past month or so. Like, it's slowly going back to normal. Like, I I know you guys are in different areas. (laughs) Like, how's the lockdown there?
4: We're in four four different time zones here. This is crazy. (laughs) Well, I only know
5: this because my business partner does a lot of business in uh, in the Philippines. And I hear, you know, almost every other day I hear the problems that are going on there. I know that it's much more severe. There is no lockdown here in New York.
11: Oh, okay. (laughs) Wow. So
4: so I think, Sean, you're part of the show now. Nobody else is waiting. Um, Mert hasn't even bothered to show up. Oh boy! Show some respect, Mert. If you're listening back on Monday, but come on, we sit through your podcast every week. Oh, jeez. Anyway, <laughs>
5: well, what time is? Sean, what, what time is it for you right now?
15: So right now it is 5:51 a.m. Oh wow! In the Philippines. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. So I'm on like my fourth cup of coffee. <laughs> so I think, as you're
4: part of the show, we need a a sticky dilemma. Jeff, have we got any dilemmas this week? Oh yeah, we have a dilemma. We got some dilemmas here. Hold on. I didn't, I
5: didn't realize you were going to go to me, but that's fine. Uh, tough dilemmas. Um, what are we going to give Sean? Um,
3: <laughs> we, can, we can't forget uh, he has some of them are, customers to get back to. Yeah. Do you have, well. you
5: have to go, you have to go back. You have to, you have a minute or no?
15: No, that's, it's fine. There, there's just like one other person viewing my page. And it's like, there's something different about this this time. Like I, I don't know what it is about um, the page, the knife maker page. It's like I'm not getting as much response as I did last time. So well, look, if you've got fine. a customer
4: there, get to your customer. That's more important. Yeah, these, no, no, these no are, not not right now. Like right now it's empty.
15: I'm like checking it every now and then. Okay,
4: you uh-huh. whenever you need to leave, just leave. It's not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> Definitely. What have we got? Here? These
5: are, these I, you
4: know what Sean's important. I can't do like <laughs> you know <laughs> these
5: bullshit these bullshit dilemmas to Sean, he's a <laughs> serious guy. I have more interesting questions in regards to how you deal with damasteel. Like, is it hard to, I mean, how do you, are, once again, do you have a hard time with cryo where you are? Do you have a hard time getting a hold of the stuff for cryo?
15: Well, um, so liquid nitrogen is really difficult to come by. It's like my, my problem with damasteel has mostly been with like forging. But, yeah, um, for cryo, um, like, I've had okay results with liquid nitrogen and dry ice. So, um, it's not that hard, really. Um, it's just in transportation, like, liquid nitrogen is really difficult to transport, like, uh, especially since the wars are really hard to come by here in the Philippines. And right. they're unreasonably expensive. Well, reasonably expensive, but, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah, there's one there's like two places to get liquid nitrogen. Um one of them is like commercial and the other one's from a school, like a university in um up north. So yeah, not much problem. And I've had I haven't had any blades crack on me. Knock on wood. Like I hope no blades crack on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there a distributor
4: of Dharma steel in the Philippines there? Or are you getting it direct? <laughs> You're getting it direct, yeah. yeah. Okay.
15: So when I get it direct, I actually have it shipped to the States first because um, Philippines has this really insane tax policy where if you have things coming in the Philippines, they charge like 12% VAT on anything above $200. Hmm. So that doesn't apparently apply for private couriers. So I normally get it shipped to the States first and then from the States, they get it shipped here. So that's been my process for ordering steels in general. Like even from Aldo Bruno or Admiral Steel, I get it shipped to an address in the States, and then I get forwarded here to the Philippines. Oh wow! Wow, jeez, hell of a production. Just yeah. just to get the materials in, wow. Yeah. So I normally have to plan like three months in advance for the customs because I have to order steels in bulk so that mm. shipping is reasonable. Like, yeah. And but then I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty happy with the wait list, so it normally isn't a problem. Yeah. Is is it just you there
4: or do you work with anybody else? Or you know, is like, it I
15: have a I, I have a full time studio aide. Um he helps me with like hand sanding and he helps me um, tidy up the space. Like hand sanding takes an unreasonable amount of time. <laughs> unreasonable. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not fun. Like I had this custom that's in CPM three V and it was just a pain. Like even with Rhino Wet, it's like it took a full day to just get all those scratches out. Wait there, Sean. So, yeah. let's,
4: let's dial back a bit then. Which sandpaper are you using? RinoWit?
15: Oh, hey, there we go. Yeah, like, We, we I just get, get it the sponsors in. That's all we're doing. States. Yeah. Like, you can't find right away here in the Philippines, so I get it shipped along with the steels. Oh, wow. Jeez.
5: So yeah. when you get things shipped over, are you getting, like, a container? Or How is it working? How are you getting things shipped?
15: So the freight forwarder works like they consolidate the packages and then they get it shipped here to the Philippines. So, um, I normally bought them and then I get them shipped via freight. So the shipping expense is reasonable because if it's by air, it's like over a hundred dollars. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like by sea, it's like $30 max. So it's fine.
5: So you'll have, you'll have different, you'll call up different people and then you'll organize them all to go to the one shipper at the, at one time, everything will come at the same time.
15: Well, there's this service called Shipping Cart where they consolidate everything in a box. So, yeah, um, it's like a it's like a, an online locker where you have your own account number and you get everything sent to that account. Oh,
4: cool! Like so, like a virtual address, uh, and, so and, and they'll forward it from that. Ad- yeah.
18: Oh, that's cool. And then yeah. and then they'll and they'll
5: and then do you have to like? I'm just curious. This is fascinating. So, do you say, all right, I'm going to have everything shipped at this particular day? So you call up. Aldo Bruno, you call up Admiral Steele. you call up all these guys, and then it, once, it, do you find out when it all comes in, then they ship it, or is there, like, a specific date, or is there someone, like, monitoring how much so, before it all ships, or?
15: Like, you have a locker, you have, like, a shipping cart locker, where um, they could hold something free of charge for 15 days, so I normally get it in, like, a ballpark, I, I normally time it, like, accordingly, so that it all arrives at the same time, and then I get it shipped. Oh. it's it's normally it's not normally a problem it's like what what hap- the problem is usually in the exotic materials like when i get like mammoth or bone or horn shipped from the states because the shipping cart has a policy on shipping dead animals like, They they don't like it when i do that they, they also don't like it yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got yeah.
4: rodney Philman in the chat who said he loves your work sean so yeah
15: oh thank you so much rodney <laughs>
4: Cool, cool. Uh, we we've, yeah. we've just been joined by um by John Phillips, um uh Phillips Forge, two guys there. What's up, guys. How's the show going? How are you? It's great. You look How like is, you're on like a YouTube everybody. set, like that's your YouTube set, and you sit there and you, you give demos and stuff.
5: Are you are you guys at like an yeah, all? Are you guys like an all-you-can-eat buffet or something like that? I mean, yeah, just it just seems like good there's good yeah. an exorbitant
19: amount of food there. What do you what do you got? There? Yeah, there, you, there is. We have we have uh, we have bacon cheddar pretzels. We got some some mango bites. We got some chickpeas. We got some pickled onions, beef jerky, arugula, salami. We got ten types of cheese back here. Wow! Are you guys also high? What's going on? What is going
5: on? Just a little. little. That's an awful lot
19: of food for two guys, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) And we have beer here that was brewed by my friend Matthew.
5: There you go. Here's to yeah. Matthew. We're drinking here. from glasses of beer. Or- John also Phillips.
19: Glasses that Matthew blew.
5: John Phillips is also Forge and Fire champion. We haven't given, we haven't been able to give you the proper due respect. It's been a while.
19: Uh, uh thanks, man. When when was that? What well, kind of the- proper respect do you get for
11: that? Oh, nothing. That was back in 2019. <laughs> so it's that's, been that's a right. minute. A while
4: back. Well back. So so right. what are you exhibiting today? What have you what have you got with you?
19: Oh, we got a bunch of stuff. So Matthew and I, uh, Matthew's a glass artist, and he owns Pretentious Craft, Pretentious Glass Company, and we did these uh, collaborative knives that are featuring some blown glass handles that he blew, and then I forged the steel and made the knives, and we wow. kind of passed them back and forth, um, and then delicately he made and the handle, then... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. And so they're blown and then after uh he made the handle, I glued everything up, made the bolsters, gave it back to him and he cold worked everything. So he basically used a, a wet grinder essentially yeah. to wow. cut different facets and, and shape the handles and reveal wow. the layers of pattern. It yeah. looks like crystal so we
11: got a chance to to, Yeah. 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 So we got a chance to use uh take the idea of the Damascus patterns and play with it three dimensionally, and have transparent and opaque uh, layers to it. So it was a lot of fun.
5: Yeah. Wow. John also won. John, you also won Best and blessed Blade and deal DCI last year, right?
15: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Best That's true.
5: true. Best two. Best two. Oh wow. Look at you. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's wow. why he's got the celebration table already. That's why it's easy. Like he's already ready to, you know, win some more. Yeah. Obviously. You know,
19: but I'm always celebrating, man. I obviously, I know
5: all about it. All so about
4: I'm it. interested in the glass as well because um, we we talked about forged in fire. But have you guys seen the the version of forged in fire on Netflix for glassblowers called Blown Away? Yeah, really. Yeah. That I, I was, I was, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just amazed by that. So I'm wondering, with the glass, do you go through that whole sort of tempering process like you would with steel, to, so it's not so brittle, that kind of thing.
11: Uh, no, we don't have to go through a tempering process. Um, I melt a really high quality base material uh, that is infinitely stronger than anything you could see mass produced uh, because it's melted and then used within a week of melting. And it's not, a, you know, it's not remelted hmm. multiple times. Every time it's remelted, it loses flux, it loses some of its strength. Um, so, but yeah, the, the blue um, bamboo chef's knife. That was a color that I melted from scratch—a copper, uh, copper blue, color. So that's a, oh, wow. uh, wow. which is really rare to melt your own. Yeah. Custom and that, color. So, so
4: how delicate is that? If that were to be dropped from six inches, is that in danger, or is that?
11: It's not. No, it's 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 strong. And I also went through how uh, we developed the forms uh, and how all the cold working was to make it as strong as possible. There's no super. It looks like, especially the uh, cleaver, it looks like it's got a lot of facets and sharp edges, but it's all like rounded off just enough to be hmm. really, really structural.
4: Nice, nice, really interesting that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I love glass, I think it's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing the way it refracts light and so on. I love it, but uh, yeah, I'd love to see those in person.
5: Cool. Well, the, you know, it is, it is, there is a lot of similarities mm. between bl- glass blowing and and, and, and bladesmithing because there are, you know, you know, you still have to kind of normalize. I mean, glass has to be put in a kiln for a long time to kind of like settle down. Mm. And that's obviously not the right, expi- I'm just saying, I, I just know that yeah, mess, you can't just yeah. blow some glass and then give it to somebody. You got to, it's got to be in a kiln for quite a while. Right. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
11: Yep. you have to properly anneal it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, look, we've got yeah. Michael
4: West who's waiting to come back. Um, we we spoke to Michael earlier in the show, but um, he was muted the whole time. He couldn't unmute. So you guys stay anyway. I'm just going to bring another, another person back in. I'm um, yeah, going right, to head out. Are you sure, well, Sean? Well, it Sean, it was lovely to, to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. See
17: you, Sean.
4: Michael's Michael's at a disco. What
15: the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the
9: fuck? <laughs> Michael, no, tune, like, it <laughs> tune it down this time. Tune it down.
4: It's I like don't know what's you. going on. What's <laughs> this is the greatest. Michael's
5: the best. For if you're listening to this on Monday, Michael came on earlier and he was muted and he was lip syncing curse words and <laughs> screaming and his face look was going crazy. He finally gets back on. And in the background, it's like a fucking rave. He's losing his fucking mind. That's so funny. He's irritated again. That was the best. brilliant. I hope the next time. I want to know what happens next. So we got to get him back on.
4: Michael, that if was you're listening, hilarious. Michael. Maybe turn the radio down.
14: Come and join us. Come and join us. You're welcome. <laughs> that was, he had a drink. He had a drink.
5: He had a drink. He was already ready to have a good time. <laughs> music was Josh Prince crazy. has
11: got it there. That was some 70s disco. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my
5: God. He was settling down with that drink. And then what What the fuck's
4: going on? he jumps
5: back out. <laughs>
4: uh, so, John, what's what's going on with the knives? Um, have you sold any yet? The show? Have you got any any yeah. any contact yet? What's what's going on?
19: Yeah, I've sold everything except for the big soba noodle knife. So I made this big honking cleaver here. Oh yeah, it's, it's the only thing that's left. Wow! Wow! So geez. the circle came. Actually, I tried to forge weld another pattern into that. But I think that my starting stock wasn't quite thick enough and the forge well didn't take. So I incorporated it into the stand here. Ah. So you can put it in and it, locks in the place. Oh. And there's some better pictures of it on my on the knife yeah. listing page. And that's on the only website. knife you
4: have available now. From the yeah. show. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Congrats. So if you want one of, one of the knives, yeah, you know where to go, head over to his booth and um, start the conversation, I suppose. Cool.
19: Yeah, yeah, I've got everything listed up on my website. Um, you go to the Domicile Chef's Invitational page, and there's a password there. The password is DCI, very simply. And uh, you can purchase whatever you want right there. Well, nice. The sober knife. nice. So knife. Nice. So, what do you
4: think of this kind of show? Does this like, work for you as a maker? um because you know you're not you're not having to travel it. you can sit there you can have some nice food yeah. you've got your buddy over you you can obviously get high you can do what the hell you like this this must suit you quite well <laughs> yeah it does
9: <laughs> it's great
19: <laughs> i enjoy it i mean you know i have customers from all over the world that can drop in and say hi and hang out with me mm. um that's great i think it's great i mean i can't wait to be back in person and see everybody again but in the meantime, this works. Hmm.
5: Paul Boletta has a good qu- had a good question for both of you. How do you attach the glass handles to the tank? Do you still drill through the glass?
19: No. So we actually cast. Uh, I guess Mike uh, Matthew kind of forges an an opening. Yeah. So this is
11: this is one that I just made that's waiting. It's hard to see with this with the the glare because it's a full high polish. But it's this light tobacco with uh, like a thousand white uh, hair fine l- lines all through it. But I will set hmm. uh, the hole for it. So I go ahead and have that in place. Um, so that's already like, oh, cool. You know, prepped for it. Yeah. So you're and then use a, the tang. Uh, yeah, the tang and I use a,
19: yeah, I'm betting the tank. I use a G Flex 655 pre thickened epoxy. So it's a super thick. Gump, yeah. glumpy, heavy epoxy, and then just seat the, the tang in there just as usual. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've got to kind of use foam to wrap the handle and get everything safely in a clamp, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that I can get everything nice and tight. Yeah. I've
4: heard Dave Matthews was selling his house, and you could buy the windows <laughs> of, from, from his house. And I think if we could have a Dave Matthews glass-handled knife... It's, it's de rigueur as they say these days. It's what everybody's after. Not
6: really, Dave Matthews guy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just bringing that back to something earlier in the show. There's Sorry. a lot of Dave Matthews stuff game. going on at the moment. But uh, okay, right, Michael
4: West right. is about to join us again. What what do we think? Hell yeah! Is he going to hear us? Can we
11: hear I think him? He's perfect. It's going to be perfect. Let's try it. Let's have a look. It's going to be perfect. I think think he's not going to know that the camera's on and he's not going to be wearing clothes. He's (laughs) going to be perfect. He's going to be
4: perfect. I have faith. Brace yourself, Michael. Three, two, one. What we got? Oh. He's turned us down, maybe.
5: All right. Well, Well, maybe he's turned us down.
4: I don't blame him. No. I don't blame him either. Okay. What are you anyway, going to do? That oh, was funny though. We tried. Come on, man. We tried.
5: <laughs> Come on, man. That was funny. I don't give a shit what you say. That was funny. <laughs> all right. It was good. What is going right. on? What do you have? What do you have for the steel DCI show this 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 year, John? What do I have? Right. It's all gone. <laughs> it He's got, got one work? left.
19: He's got one left. What do, what do you have left? The sober knife, the big oh, boy, dear. the big cleaver.
4: Oh, I didn't
5: the
12: realize that was left. the only one left. The only one left, yeah. Yeah.
4: The big glory hole in the middle.
19: Single bevel, glory hole. For those who want to live dangerously.
4: <laughs> Very well, that's good up to uh, you know. There's a chopper joke there yeah, as well somewhere, convinced. but we're not going. To, we're not going to go there. Let's let's. You know how this works. Matthew had a
19: joke
12: for you.
4: Oh 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 okay. Everybody, oh, stop! We've got a joke. We've got a joke. Come right to the camera. Come close. Come close. Come okay. close. Right to the camera. Go ahead. Give us your best joke.
11: Okay, uh, this isn't the best, but I heard that there was someone participating in this invitational. Oh, Michael's um, here. Michael's here. Wait, let him tell the joke. Hold what you got. Hold what you got? Okay, okay. Can you, can you me
5: we can no, hear wait, wait, you, now?
4: We can hear you. Oh my god! Yeah, it's Let's, a miracle. <laughs> let,
5: let, let, tell the joke. Tell the joke, and then we're on. Just with a, we'll Go be ahead. with
4: you in a second, Michael. Just a second.
10: Yes, we've. John is telling I'll us I'll the just joke. Hang on, so, there. Yeah, John, with that. With
11: that. There's 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 someone there's someone participating in this invitational. Who has uh that has a small dick and sounds like an owl?
9: Okay.
5: Yeah, I'm not falling for that bullshit. I'm not gonna, gonna say. to say you, who. Whatever, you used to start eating, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that ain't gonna happen on this one. Come on, man. Come
4: on, man. Oh, uh, you know, do you know what? For it's that one, night, but not last night. You gotta go for that. You gotta go. <laughs>
5: yeah, you get the hook. This is all Michael. This is all. This Michael's is all you, here. Michael. Third time yeah. lucky. I
10: we hear you. You can hear me now. Perfect. Yeah, we got oh, you. Oh, great. Perfect. That's a miracle.
4: <laughs> so, so, what have you got, Michael? What, yeah. what what you've been exhibiting today?
10: Oh, I have uh, four knives. Um, I have the 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 chef knife, and uh, it's uh, actually the here this one. What it's what is the, the handle? Second... Oh, it's a mammoth uh, molar.
9: Oh wow! Blue. Wow!
10: And, uh, and the and this is the mammoth uh, tusk. You know. A uh, natural, not uh, stabilized. Hmm. The the Moli is stabilized, blue.
4: Yes. Yeah.
10: And and but it's inlaid in uh, 935 argentium silver. Wow. So this is uh, a hmm. silver, uh, actually a silver wow. case. You know. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's it's inlaid in a silver case. With uh, you can see there's a, a silver space between those two pieces. There's a silver spacer here.
4: How is how is that adhered to the blade? Is there any bolts there? How is that
9: adhered?
10: Oh, this one is uh, with bolts and nuts. Wow. The the silver case is mounted with bolts and nuts and, uh, and uh, epoxy, hmm. and then the the these uh, pieces of uh, of mammon is glued into it. Wow.
4: That's, him. That's a beautiful It'll, piece. Yeah.
10: You, cannot, you can, you're not able to take it off. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. yeah. It yeah. will stay there forever. Yeah. Yes. We were talking and before,
5: the... I was Sorry. gonna give you we were talking to Matt Parkinson, who was saying how much your knives are just so beautiful to see, and we're glad you we got to get got you back to yes. see them. Yes. <laughs> Thank you.
4: I can I can see the the fix um the fix um label behind you, the banner. Yes, so I assume yeah. that you, I assume you've been to Paris to to fix to, to exhibit there as well.
10: Yes, you see, this is uh, my knife, mm. wonderful, because yeah. that so that's I got this from them. That's the
4: high level stuff. That's the uh, that's the creme de la creme there. Yeah, wow. Yeah,
10: and, and I got you know I started making knife in seventy nine. Wow! Wow! And uh, the year after I started uh, Blade, uh, the Blade magazine mm. started in 18, uh, and the first edition of knives, you know, knives. Yes, yes. Was in uh, in 18, and uh, when I have 40, uh, when I've been made a knife uh, three years ago, uh, in uh, 19, I got on the cover of knives. Wow! Wow! A pinup! Congratulations! Yeah. A pinup! <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's really, you know, when I started at that time, the only way to uh, see what happened in the world about knives was to uh, to buy this magazine. Hmm. You know the night the yearbook knives. Oh, oh go to show, yeah. we got it to Denmark and look. Oh man! Wow! Well, and now I'm on the cover.
4: Yeah. So where can people see yeah. your work now? Are you online or?
10: Yes, I'm on uh, um, of course on uh, Instagram, right? West Miles. West, West Mives. Mives.
4: okay. Let me make a note. Okay. West Miles. Instagram,
10: uh, Facebook, West Miles, uh, my website, West Miles.
4: You've got a lockdown. So, so,
10: and, you've got a lockdown, West Miles.
4: And and you're based yes. in Denmark, you say.
10: I'm based in Denmark, yes. Is, is there, uh, I mean, uh,
4: are there many makers there yep. in Denmark making knives? Is that a community of knife yes, makers? Yes, there's
10: a lot of people uh, making knives. Uh, but and, on the international scene, I guess we are four. You know, Jens century hmm. Jens Ansu. And, uh, um, and uh, uh, Michael Willemsen. Right, okay. Copenhagen, uh, Urban Tactical. And there's... a Markman um, from Denmark? Yeah, and there's, uh, what is it called? Uh, no, he's from uh, uh, the Netherlands.
5: Eric Markman's from oh, the okay. Netherlands. My bad, my bad.
10: Williamson, Williamson is Danish. Right. Michael Williamson. Okay. Yeah. And there's a. Um, uh, oh my God! I forgot his name. <laughs> I met a, I I met a family, uh, weekend party. I was
4: wondering I... what was going on. I was wondering what was <laughs> yeah. going on Can we hear <laughs> <hit> the <laughs> disco
10: music going. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so so we are, I guess we have four uh, on the international scene from from Denmark.
4: Yes, yeah.
10: But they're most the other three are most machining tacticals, you know. Mm.
8: So so how have things so I guess,
4: how have things changed then? Cuz you say you're you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook and you have a website. Yeah. That must have been very different from when you started back in the late 70s. That must be oh, a yes. huge difference yes, yes. now. Yeah. So yeah, it, but, but, have your customers changed too?
10: Yes, definitely.
9: Mm.
10: Yes. Because but in the start, you know, the first many years, I was only like selling in Denmark and yes, Norway yes. and Sweden, and it's it's. And then I got uh, international. Maybe ten years ago
9: or
10: mm. twelve years ago, I went to the international scene because you know the the thing I make is so different from what others make. Mm. <laughs> so so I can show you a knife. Um, so if someone uh, do like uh, stuff like I do, they will say, "Oh, this is a Michael West." You know, um, let me show you a knife. What I do normally when I'm not making chef knives, <laughs> I did stuff like this.
4: Oh wow! <clears throat> but that is wow. still that is still obviously Can your you style see? From, you see? from the chef knife. There's
10: still a style that you've carried on yes. with that knife too. <laughs> yes, 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 of course, yes. Mm. But mm. and this is you know it's, it's not sharp really, huh? mm. but when you pull it out of the sheet. Oh wow. wow wow okay wow see this is so life. for the and listeners is, for the people who are this is mate mate in hey this is hey hello this is silver oh wow she just made in silver that's
4: high level stuff wow so that's for the listeners
5: of this for the listeners of this if you if you can't see your, uh, Michael's yes. work is very design oriented. It's got a lot of lines. It's got a lot of, you know, it's very, it's got a lot of lines. How would you, what is you, how would you describe your, your influences or the direction of your work?
10: I think, uh, the Nordic, uh, the Danish design, Nordic design, uh, it's, it's, um, it's a big influence uh, and and the the medieval knives found in the in the, in, the, in the ground yeah. medieval knives. Uh, this is the shape of a medieval knife, you know. With this one, mm. and then they had this, and this little curl down here. Right. It's it's the same, you know. I just said
9: yeah.
10: if I should do a modern hmm. knife of the medieval knife, it could be like this.
4: That's beautiful. It is very impressive. Yeah. yeah, you know, you
10: know, this 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 silver sheet is made of uh, twenty-two pieces of silver. Wow! All hand shaped and uh, welded together. Jeez! Wow, wow. That,
4: that is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Black Betty. Yeah. You get Black <laughs> Betty in <laughs> the <laughs> background. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Michael. We're gonna let you get <laughs> back to your family, and. We yes. wish we were there. You're having a better time than us. We wish we wish I, we were there.
9: Happy, I, I'm happy I
10: was. Uh, this actually worked now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're
4: we're very glad we got to speak and and see that I, amazing absolutely. knife. That was it was it was like beautiful. an illusion. Yes. Beautiful. It was like an illusion. You, you tricked us with that. that. That was beautiful.
10: Thank
3: you. <laughs> yeah, you tricked me.
4: Yeah.
10: Westknives.com.
4: <laughs> Westknives.com, everybody, and Westknives on Instagram yes. and on Facebook. He's everywhere. Yes, mm-hmm. and I see. Him. Yeah. Hopefully we'll speak to you again soon, Michael. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we will. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You Bye-bye. made it. Wow.
4: Michael that was great. trippy. The way you pulled that out. So what?
3: That surprised me.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got Christian um, waiting. I, I'm not sure where Christian is from. I've lost all, all sense of who's who at the moment. I'm
6: actually almost from uh, Denmark. I'm uh, in Sweden. Christian, so. is, is, Christian is in Sweden. So I'm like, probably I think West Knives is based in Copenhagen, so I'm like, Mm, 45 minutes from him At the moment If you drive over oh, oh wow he's, okay. having a,
5: he's having a pretty good party Over there right he's now He's having a party yeah, You I, want
6: I, to get I over know. there Christian I might, might consider
5: Going
11: <laughs> well, over I there had
6: a, we have a, This is actually in The family farm That I'm in Oh wow 23 hours At the evening here And we had A promise market today Yes So I'm still here And the rest of the family Has just left me
4: Oh wow so. Okay okay. Be careful yeah, I can see course. a knife In a vice right. there I think Be careful There's, yeah, yeah. I can I see I a spike a Sticking out I'm
6: actually doing A royal Coffee break now
4: Oh, wow because, okay okay so so yeah, what's the company um, christian what, what company are you from
6: it's sconian steel it's uh, um, yeah right. on instagram on facebook etc just as west Knife, it, which is actually a huge inspiration because he makes crazy good knives.
4: yes yeah i yes. I, I don't know if you could see then what what, what he showed us but he... I,
6: and that's why i've seen that before so yeah. wow
4: it's impressive it's impressive <laughs> so show your show knife pick that knife up let's let's have a look at, you,
6: at your work yeah, and this is just this is a custom order for an old friend. It's just a small paring knife, which uh, so that's nothing special. It's just an octagonal, oh, it looks, it a, bar, a handle, war handle, octagonal handle, hmm. uh, Ambonia, some bronze, some more ambonia, and then of course uh, mirror finished damascus. What pa- what pattern is that? I think that one is actually Finland. Why? Okay, cool. So. Cool. You know, some kind of chaotic pattern. And, of course, I have some more on the back here. And the, this glue app actually went really good because I had embedded the handle before, and I just, yeah, it was some squeeze-out, and it went really nice. What well, I'm always, am-
4: What I'm always amazed with, with these Dharma steel knives that we see, is that the... Beautiful mirror finish that they're all getting. So, so how are you finishing? Because you know, once that's well, hard, that, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough blade to, to to finish to that level. So, how are you doing yeah, that? Yeah. Any tips for our listeners? Enormous amount
6: of work. I usually take and on the belt sander, belt grinder go up to like two hundred forty or three hundred twenty grit, something like that. And then you start the hand sanding process, and that's just back breaking.
9: Yeah, because yeah. you yeah.
6: start that like. 280 or something like that, and then you go up to 600, maybe 800, and then you think, well, oh, it's, it's looking rather really nice. So then you go and do a test test etch and a test polish, and you see all of the grinding marks or the hand sanding marks <laughs> that is left
4: on the blade, and you just have to start over again. Start over again. Oh, geez. Yeah. Christian, so, I have a
5: question for you. You know, one of the things I remember talking to, I think it was Jeremy Spake not too long ago, yeah. is he told me that he was talking to some knife makers who were saying that when you start hand sanding if you hand sand it a higher grit to start with mm-hmm. you're you might get it might be a lot lo- more work but it's also you're getting a you're getting a more of a, a matte finish to the to your satin finish is yeah, it, but... with, with with i would think that with damasteel steel that it's so work hard it's so hard is that yeah.
6: impossible or well, usually when I finish these knives that is just in RVL 34, they are actually finished to a satin uh, mirror finish. That I call it. Mm. You just uh, you go up to like 1500 grit. So this is in some angles it's a mirror, and in some angles you can actually see the sanding marks going straight down the blade. And Damascus. Well, I don't really know. I usually finish all my Damascus to a mirror finish. Yeah. I. So sorry <laughs> really. Yeah. And I, I don't see any when I usually buff it with four or five different buffing grits for the final part just to get that perfect mirror. I don't feel we do this well. the steel is so expensive and so beautiful when you do a fine mirror finish on it. So that's extra work going I was... from hand
5: I was just yeah. getting to the point that it's the, the hand sanding is very hard with, with, yeah, yeah, it must be very hard, maybe more hard with, with Damaceel.
6: Yeah, usually because you are hardening to 63 HRC or something like that. So it's back breaking usually. And that's why I usually do some etches between, if you go up to 600 grit, then you can etch it. And then you actually remove half of the face of the blade usually because it etches. And then you get half the amount of blade to hand sand.
5: Oh wow! Oh okay. And then you can do that
6: you. a couple of times. And then you also remove, you know, half of the scratches, of course. Yes. Yeah. And then you go wow. to buffing, buffing stages after that. So usually, a blade like this, when you're working it on and off, you know, in the, because sometimes you get a little bit tired of it, so it can be a process up to a week before you're really, you know. You put a couple of hours in it per day, and then, yeah, you don't want to see it anymore
9: That's it. day, <laughs> <Yeah>. usually. <laughs> get so, rid of it, yeah.
6: So that's a long process that way, because let's see, it could be maybe 10 hours, five to 10 hours hand sanding and polishing just for one blade, at least.
5: Oh my God, that is so much work
4: for a lot of hand sanding.
6: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, That's when you get,
4: to, yeah. I'm interested in the market there in Sweden so is is there a, a big because you know the population isn't huge there so is there yeah, much of a market?
6: something like that. So small part of new york city or something like that you know
4: yeah so is there much of a market for these for these blades which well, are usual, Actually very specialist
6: quite a big knife community that's but much carbon steel much pattern welded uh small, small you know, really good smiths that are actually doing a really great job hmm. probably inspired by the americans hmm. from the beginning of yes, course, yeah. you have an enormous, you know, explosion over there on the other side. Hmm. Yeah. So, but let's say I think 10, 15 people maybe make a living from it day to day, something like that.
4: Wow, that that that's so. that little. Wow, wow,
6: okay. So I assume a uh, of makers that do is part time. So I
4: assume a lot of your customers are international as well, then. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes, because
6: yes. when you get down to Damasteel, Steel, you usually get maybe people from USA or people from Thailand or anywhere mm. that actually wants to have the best of the best. Mm. And then right. it usually is a custom order or something like that.
3: Yes, yeah.
4: Sorry, Marekko, I know you're going to say something.
3: Oh, I was just curious, If Christian, do you have, I don't know, do you feel like an extra level of kind of like, national pride or something or around the fact that the material that's being used in this show is, I think it's pretty well agreed upon is some of the best material in the world to make knives from. And so to be from that country, I mean, what is that like?
6: Well, of course it's uh, when I began making knife and actually understood that that was Swedish, like 10 or 15 years ago, I, of course it was a um, piece of pride. <laughs> Because Sweden has a long, you know, steel tradition, yep. dating back, blah, 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 forever. Mm, and then Damasteel, yeah. cool name. I want you check it out? Ooh, Swedish. Mm, that's really nice. You know, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. have to check that out a little bit more. That's yeah. great. So, yes, of course.
4: It makes up for a lot of the IKEA shit that we get around uh, the rest yeah. of the world.
6: <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. Don't Get me started on IKEA. <laughs> oh, my
4: so, so, Christian, where can people see your work online?
6: Well, usually my Instagram page, Scania, Scania Steel. Okay. And of course, Facebook. And there are some uh, links on that Instagram too, if web shops, et cetera, et cetera. Cool, cool. So You'll that's make... Just search for Scania Steel and you will find it.
12: Perfect,
4: perfect. Well, mm-hmm. I, I mean, how many blades did you have today in, in your exib- exhibit? I
6: think I have three in Damas Steel. And could it be like... Free in 34, oh, we, we, so. we can't talk. We
4: can't talk about the non-damascus steel stuff. We <laughs> yeah,
6: these are We've got also. bills to
4: pay. We can't. We can't talk
6: about yeah. non. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. They are from Damascus. <laughs> and Michael West do them in RVL 34 also. So yeah, it's their steel.
4: Cool, cool. Well, thank you so very no, much.
6: No, non, I do will of course not have any non-damascus steel, steel on a Damascus show. So no, of course, from
4: Of course. A proud Swedish man. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yes. Thank you very much for joining us. Um yes. Lovely to yeah. hear about um, you know about about your story and you know the, the the fact that you know you're there in Sweden as well and you're you're a big fan of Darmstiel. That that's always good to hear. Um, yes, of
6: course. and am a big fan of Michael West that we saw.
4: We've just heard before. that actually that Michael won the best chef knife today in the oh, um, I'm uh, in i the,
6: um, for him in the course, in the so. in the, uh,
4: the voting that's been going on. Um, so. Congratulations, Michael, if you're still, if you're still watching. Uh, I'm sure it's very well-deserved. <clears> Go and have a disco with the rest of your family, Michael, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Christian. And hopefully yes, we'll get to meet I'll each other that. again soon someday. Thank you very much. Yes. Bye-bye. 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 Well, I think that's a show. I think we are
5: – It says 42 minutes left.
4: I yeah I yeah I don't I don't think it is I think the show is actually finished they've done the votes now so we know that Michael is one. if anybody else is back and forth the two the, the stages let us it. know who we didn't get Mert we didn't, we didn't get, get Mert. fucking Mert well, there was a message we here yeah, somewhere yeah, Josh Josh Prince in here Josh Prince is here too yeah we could we, Josh if you're here um show yourself Alex Horn is here wait there just a second a Horn no. oh yeah let's get Alex Alex welcome that to the show. Is.
20: Hey guys, how's it going? Well, it's good. good what, how are
4: you? What time do you call this? What? What time do you call this? You're about you're about forty minutes late. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, <laughs> talking to talking to a
20: couple of customers, and
4: time just got. Kind of that's of course, important. that's oh, what yeah, it's all Alex, about. Of course, of course. <laughs>
20: <laughs> <laughs> gotta 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 have someone bar me up before I before I talk to you. Guys.
4: You got us, of course. <laughs> yeah. H- how's the show gone for you?
20: Uh, it's going really well. I've sold four out of five already. So that's, oh wow, congratulations! Really pretty exciting, yeah.
5: Yeah. Where's the s- smoke and the lights, Craig? Oh, you sure. thought you're gonna have a smoke and lights and stuff.
4: I was going to, but oh, okay. I've struggled today with my okay, that's with my head. So so four gone. What's left? Which one is left?
20: Uh, the only one left right now is uh, this this chef in a uh, bifrost. So wow nice yeah bifrost has been a
3: popular selection yeah
4: people are loving bifrost yeah
20: yeah i was looking bifrost and bjorkman's twist seem to be everyone's everyone's favorites which i mean Mm. yeah they're just kind of awesome patterns so
4: yes yeah (laughs) wow cool so were these customers that had sort of you knew previously or they knew that you'd from the show today
20: uh, so two of them sold to a long time customer that I didn't realize was a long time customer. And then we chatted after he bought and he's like, yeah, I've bought your knives for years. I'm like, oh, awesome. oh wow, that's like, cool. Didn't know. That's Glad awesome. to finally, finally put a face yeah. to it. But uh, then another, another long time customer had to chat for about 20 minutes before he finally pulled the trigger. But yeah, so it's it's uh,
4: so there, it's good. There must be lots of value in a show like this because you don't normally get to you know speak to a customer in this way.
9: It must be yeah really nice. yeah absolutely
20: like actually this whole show is actually a lot more impressive than, than i expected like i shouldn't i shouldn't say that i expected but just it's like this as fight? close to as close to like a real show hmm. as you can physically get online and i think it's like a really awesome setup going forward for like almost doing like half live half online like blade shows if you could in yeah the future. Sure. Do you else? feel
5: like, Alex, do you feel like when you're having customers come into the booth, do you feel like there's there's this sense of urgency that somebody else could just kind of, you know, is there a sense of urgency from the customers? Like, I can't just, like, chat because somebody might just come in here and grab the one knife that I'm looking for? Or what are you uh, noticing?
20: I mean... I'd say for me, I'm I'm not exactly the most well-known maker on here, so mm. my it's all four is... out
5: of five. So I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs>
9: yeah.
20: Yeah. So I mean, it feels pretty cool. But I mean, like, yeah, I think it's just a couple couple close customers that you know knew, knew I was doing this. Like, yeah, I'll drop in and see what he's got and snag it when I can. So, uh, yeah, like, you know, I'm I'm not uh, not a Murt answer or anything. So no one's chomping at the bit to get it right. Well, listen, merch
4: the- name is mud around <laughs> here. He didn't show up. We well, don't talk about Mert anymore. If, you're
20: in the, if you guys are in, if anybody in
5: the in, in the chat can run over to Mert's booth and say, "Get his ass over
4: here." There yes. he is. There was a message. Somebody said that Mert is just staring at his camera, almost half asleep <laughs> on his own. So maybe, maybe he needs. <laughs> you, you, Aiden Mackin Mackinen said Mert is just sitting in his booth, not talking, staring at the camera.
20: Well, it's probably what, like three a.m. in Australia. Exactly. that's so he uh, the problem well, I think. Got passed out right. <laughs> News
4: just in: Fingal oh, yeah. has won the best paring knife, or paring knife, however you want to say it. Here
11: we go. Paring, paring
3: knife. Nice. Congratulations!
5: So, Michael so Al- and Fingal have won. Alex, how long have you been working with Damasteel?
20: This is actually my first go at wow. Damasteel. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, it's actually my first time, like, heat treating stainless knives, to to be honest. But, uh, wow. like. Uh, the the biggest hitch came was my first time doing uh, cryo on it, and like I didn't clamp anything up going into cryo, so pulling out, they took some some nasty warps uh, ascending in temperature. Which, uh, you know, normally for carbon steels, you just shim temper them once and they're straight as an arrow. But these things, this is some tough steel. It doesn't doesn't move very easily, so I had to spend. Quite a bit of time straightening them out in the temper oven, but yeah, once once they got straight, it's been it's been pretty good.
5: Do you think that you, have, this being the first time using damascus steel or stainless for that matter, do you think it would inform you on maybe pursuing using it more or using stainless?
20: Uh, I mean, I actually had kind of a revelatory moment, like my first etched my first finished blade and pulled out and just saw that awesome contrast and like mirror finish in the. And the knife, it was like, I, I really get the appeal of it in the sense of, you know, you with carbon Damascus, it's like, oh, it's gorgeous, but then you have to take care of it. And then the patinas, and then you got to get kind of in the mindset already of, you know, having to maintain it. Whereas I just kind of looked at this and could tell, like, this is just always going to look like this, mm, you know? Yeah, right. It's just a, and like, it's a good utility blade, but it's always going to have that consistent uh, beauty to it. So I just immediately was like, yeah, I, I really do get the, the appeal of it yeah. in a way that I just hadn't really grasped before.
3: What are some things that, so you said this is your first time really working with it. What are some takeaways that you had from this first time through with this material?
20: Uh, Actually, I think as far as takeaways, I was, I was really impressed with how well it worked. Like I was expecting, I was expecting it to be a pain in the butt to grind and like blow through belts, but hand finishing it was just as, just as good as other Damascus I've made. And, uh, yeah, I, I was mostly just surprised with how, other than getting them straight, how seamless it was to, to actually work with it. So.
9: Nice. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Great.
4: So who are your normal customers? Are they, are they chefs? Are they collectors? Are they other knife makers? Who, 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 who's buying your stuff?
20: Uh, I mean, I'd say, I think it's mostly chefs. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ai I'm, I've gotten a lot slower as far as what I produce. So it's not like I'm just cranking out a hundred knives and sending them to whoever, whoever, hmm. whoever it is. But, uh, so at least I probably have a little more connection to the customers in that sense where, you know, I only make a few, few a month nowadays. So I have the time to build up a rapport with them, but yeah, yeah mostly, mostly chefs and a lot of home cooks slash collectors, Guy I was talking to has got five of five of my knives now, and just yeah, I just picked up a sixth. So he's just like a home cook that was a chef for a while. So nice. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's really 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 cool to see that the customers actually use it. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Very nice, very nice. Well, look, I'm glad you've had a good show. You've got one knife left to sell, so you know. You need to get back on that. Uh, anybody exactly. in the chat yeah. who's after one of Alex's knives, jump over to his booth. He's going to be there now, and um, it's still yeah. available. Um, Fingle is is looking to come back in, um, so stick around, Alex. If you've got nobody in your booth, I don't know if you can. See, I don't know how this works. Whether you can see if there's people in your.
20: booth or like, not. You know, like log out. To, I'm not to, sure,
4: but you, you're you're welcome. To, you're welcome to stick around, obviously. Anyway, um, let's see how drunk Fingle is. Let's
3: let's let's have a look. It's yeah. out a couple hours, yeah. Should we be drinking? It's only new. Stone cold
8: sober.
20: Stone, Stone cold Soba.
3: Congratulations,
5: <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> oh, we're our. I guess our our roving reporter, Brigham Kindell, has told us we we didn't we didn't know this that um, Alex is also Forge and Fire champion.
1: Oh wow, ah. wow!
20: Didn't know. Fantastic. Oh. When when what year did you do that? Uh, that was twenty nineteen. Wow. Yeah. Season, oh, season, guys, seven, congratulations. Episode, episode 11, you know, just it actually just came out on Netflix. So it's, it's really funny. Every time my episode aired, I could tell because I'd get a random, like, influx of 10 followers out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, 7 p.m. Like, must, episode must have just The aired. way I
4: like to frame that is 40% of the people here have won Fortune Fire. That's the way I like to frame this. We won't say who, but forty yeah. percent of the people in this chat have won Forge and Fire. We also
5: had Matt Parkinson, who just won uh, the best bread knife. He's the first Forge and Fire champion. He was on, and then obviously Mareko, Alex, John, um, Jonathan was John on. Phillips. John Phillips was—he was a Forge and Fire champion hmm. too. This is this is the place to come if you've won the Forge and Fire. You know, it's a common theme.
4: And at Fingal, congratulations! Best paring knife of the show, apparently.
8: Yeah, no, that was actually a wonderful thing, actually. I have it here. The It was... Um, I got a billet of the damacor, and it was the perfect piece to work with. And um, one of the... One of the f- interesting parts was that the blade pattern itself was so intense. I didn't want to put the maker's mark onto it, so I did something I hadn't done before, which was actually put Dude, the mosaic oh, wow. pin into the, into the tail end. I won't ask you where you brought that pin <laughs>
19: because
4: it,
8: it, yeah. Fingles', Fingles,
5: Fingles, Fingles, Fingles check mark is gone. What happened, Figgle? <laughs> your whole your website got hacked. <laughs>
8: I hope not. Good. I think uh, how many people have gone off and checked if they have got two part, uh, 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 you know, two factor authentication
4: yeah.
5: on
8: their phone after that conversation.
4: That, that's scary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow.
8: No, it's an interesting part. I mean, I think that when it comes down to knives, like it's a fun thing that you, you you always have a small knife and a big knife in the kitchen. I feel. I mean, I, I well. Sometimes you just have a big knife, but in, in a logical world, you've a little one and, and a big one. And I think I've always my mum spent a lot of time in India, hmm. and she does that amazing thing of kind of cooking with her hands yeah, you know she would be looking at you while sort of absolutely breaking down onions and garlic and everything and 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 chatting away and having and, and everything's kind of cooked up in the air. And so I always kind of wanted to make a knife that was very much um, a sort of a tribute to that kind of style of um, of kind of chopping and prepping. and then and now after that, she just get carried away making big knives.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, so I can ask Alex and Finkel. Your, um, your. I, I assume you both cook. I know Fingle does. Alex, I'm not sure. I assume you cook a lot at home. Um, what knives are you, are you using? Your own knives, or are you using other makers' knives? Have you got a favourite knife? What's What's that knife that you you know? Most of us have a favourite knife. Let's face it. That we always go into. I
20: bring mine in. Yeah, I just, I just have. Oh, Alex oh, takes I mean... this to the
4: shop with him every day too. By the way,
20: this it, isn't the I really
4: don't... the knife you use yeah. in the kitchen, surely. <laughs>
20: Yeah, I mean it's just a nice, simple, like seven and a half inch or inch Q2. Mm. Mostly, what I do is like if I'm trying out a new steel or a new something, I'll just whip something together real quick and yeah, take it and abuse it for a little bit. Because mm. you know every knife maker says I can't even afford my own knives, so luckily I can make them. Yes, but yeah. so yeah, that's I just have one of on my own and beat the crap yeah. out of it until I try something new. Yeah, yeah, nice. Finger, what you use? My using. own,
8: my own, my own knife rack is kind of more like a memory kind of board. It's more like a sort of a, 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 a sort of a list of sort of ancestral kind of things or or kind of connections to friends or other makers mm. that have kind of found themselves and and so many of them I probably don't use, but I will never take them off that knife magnet. Mm. Um, so I do find myself going back and forth between a couple of knives that that I mean, one of them is my own, and then other ones from fellow makers, and I put those into rotation because I feel like it is good to to kind of like. You know just keep chopping and changing but it is interesting what you'll reach out to the days you're subconsciously just going out for a knife i think i i, I actually want to see you know, I, I sometimes look back at myself and kind of find out why did i choose that for this job hmm. um yeah no i think there there is there is something interesting because uh, it will it, always come down to the, the most beautiful knife isn't always going to be the one that you use the most um, yeah. And then embrace the, the 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 things you find yourself. But yeah, you'll change. I, well, I find I change, I, and and I think that there is it is largely down to the job you're going to put it to. Yeah, I, you know, if you are going to open the tin of beans, you know, I'm going to use my own knife. <laughs> yeah. Fingal, yeah. Fingal, I have a question for you
5: because I, you know, you you sent me the picture of you got involved with uh, Tomer's Tomer Foraging Kitchen yeah. Knives first his first Kickstarter and you got one of those. Oh, that original was,
8: it knives. was a ah. fascinating process. Uh, he was so sharing with knowledge, but actually as he started off as a designer, you know, I, I couldn't help but be amazed and how he was pulling people in and, and me especially like also like into, into, into this whole beauty of the knife kind of thing. Yeah.
5: How did you, how did you find out about that Kickstarter? Did you know him beforehand?
8: Um, I don't, do you know, that's a good point actually. How did I, I feel like it must have just. I think we just. And how did that make and, you and feel? I, mean, I just saw. I just saw a post. I think it just came up. I didn't actually know him prior to to anything else, so I didn't hear that. Correctly. So was, he was. I was he just of Jeff. And how did that
4: make you feel? I was
5: expecting was, Jeff to <laughs> say that. Nate. He
8: was. He was. he's uh, He was uh, rewarding. I, he was I, giving I broke me. I down in tears. I was very emotional. <laughs> hey, listen, I can get horrible. him to cry, ladies and you, germs. So I can I'm get him, him to cry.
5: News just
4: in. News just in. Nate has won best integral knife too. Yes. Bonner. So They'd thank bonner. you to our roving reporter, Brigham. We appreciate we, we appreciate your, your help, your updates.
20: Hey, Fingal. So you say you have a bunch of bunch of knives from other makers, and you say you yeah. like reach out to use certain ones. Uh, you know, you have a particular style. Do you ever, like, reach out to someone else's knife and be like, I really like this aspect of their knife or, like, the way this feels? Do you ever try and apply that to your own knives or take inspiration? Or you're just kind of like, I do my own thing and let them do their own thing?
8: I, I don't know. I, I, I think that there is, there's the elements of the strength, the quality, the weight, the balance and those things that if I find, if I find something that beautiful about that knife, yes, I don't think I'll ever try. I'd be wary of not trying to take something from somebody else in that respect. I mean, that that's always a big part. Originality is something I've very much been very, you know, always fought for. You know, I've always tried to have something somewhat original about even though it's the form and function of it goes back for so long. So I think it's more how I find myself using the knife and and perhaps like the, you know, the the, the taper on it, the edge geometry, the weight, the balance, those kind of things. I feel you have so much to learn from that. And I think that I definitely being from the middle of nowhere, Ireland. I've never rocked up to Blade Show and walked the room and managed to in one day meet a thousand sort of you know or, or meet uh, you know see a thousand knives in one day. I've had to do it visually through through social media and through the internet. Um, so I think that that's the problem from being like middle of nowhere. So I, I, ideally, it is kind of a pleasure sometimes to to actually see other makers' knives. And to to own them and all that kind of stuff. So I think that, but yeah, most of, most of the 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 thing kind of has always come from perhaps feedback from chefs and other makers. But yeah, no, I think I think what's what sometimes is more important is actually probably I'm a ter- like I am falling in love with collecting in that kind of respect and actually having a collection of stories and they all play a part of of, of a history. I think that each one is um, will be memorable in some kind yeah. of way. You so know- I, I think that yeah.
4: That's interesting what you said about having a collection of stories, because even just with this show now, compared to when Knife Talk first started, um, where people weren't people were talking more about the technical aspects of their knife, but I think over the four or five years we're seeing more and more people bringing sort of story into what they're making. And even today, you know, we made the joke about, you know, everybody's got a story about their handle material, you know, that it's, you know, it's a special handle material for some reason. Um, But not just for sort of, you know, marketing purposes. You're trying to find that story in a knife. But I think people are finding more of a connection with things now. They're not, you know, they're not... They are, you know, obviously. Yeah.
8: They're, back back they're, when I was a stripper and a drug addict, and then I found God, and then and then after <laughs> then I went out to fight several world wars. Yeah, and it, I, it, I don't it, know whether this it, is nice just because people,
4: people are, you know, competing on social media, so they're trying to drag <laughs> a story out of everything. Um, but no, like what you said, people have a, a, a relationship with, with the tools that they use, and you know, particularly uh-huh. with the knives that they use. And uh, yeah, I I just find that interesting to say that you know you have a bunch of stories on your wall. Not a bunch of knives hmm. on your wall. That- Listen to yeah. you. You what do you what is this? The full blast podcast, Craig? What are you doing? What are
5: you doing over here? What are you doing? Are you I wouldn't my sink, bit that, I wouldn't sink that low, Jeff.
4: <laughs> He's stealing my bit. What are you doing? Yeah. But yeah, i don't know, I just I, I feel as if things have changed just in the time that I've been doing this show. Um it works. Zach. Where are you? You're upside down, Zach? There you go. Here he goes, there he is. There you go.
18: How are Good you? Gentlemen. I'm doing great. I tried to get in earlier, but my uh, my computer was kind of couldn't handle all the what was going on. So I'm actually on my phone now. Somehow that works better. But
4: it's working well. It's working are. well. How, <laughs> how's how's the show? Apparently, you've just won best Japanese knife.
18: I did. I'm pretty uh pretty excited about that. On the uh, the sake I did. So got yeah, this beauty right here. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Look congratulations! Really excited about that. Uh,
3: Felt
18: pretty good. So. <laughs>
4: Wow. What, what size is that? What the length of that blade? How big is that?
18: So the blade overall is 12.6 inches, uh, 321 millimeters. Um, the, the main edge of the Tanto is about 11 and a half inches. And then the secondary edge is one and a half inches for a total of 12, 12.6. So wow. uh, a lot longer than I'm used to doing. So it was a real uh, step outside of the comfort zone on that one. Yeah. Is that sold, that knife? Not yet, so it's still available. If you know anyone's looking, they don't want to find me. People, get on I, it! An What are Brigham, Brigham
5: Kendall says he He's gonna. He's gonna reach out to you. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding.
18: Panic. A the, uh, the new pattern with some golden dragon Juma. Try to tie it all in to a nice, uh, you know, greedy dragon look to it. It's a lot of fun to hold in hand. So nice,
4: nice. Stunning. <laughs>
18: So, tell us a story about
4: that knife. There must be a story to that knife. Come on, sell it to us. Sell it to us.
18: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I try to, I mean, I just started working at obviously in the year. And if, since everything's Nordic themed, um, at least the namesakes for their patterns, I try to tie a little bit of wherever that lore comes from into the knife. So, uh, when I looked up Baffner, their new pattern design, I was really excited to try and. Now, I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but by the time, you know, grinding into the bevels and seeing that long, um, almost scale-like spine pattern come out of it, I knew I had to, you know, stick with the, the pattern. Norse mythology, Fafnir was someone who was turned into a dragon for his greed, and, you know, he, he ended up having to guard his horde of gold, who was later slayed by Siegfried. So, I try to, you know, stick with that theme of it, you know, make it a real, almost like a dragon slayer blade, so it's... The traditional, I was just coming off another project where I did a long, um, you know, Tanto-style uh, slicer like that, but I wanted to add a little bit extra to it, make it a little more sinister, and, you know, you know, threw a harpoon tip on it like everything else, and then got the Juma with the nice polished brass to kind of mimic the gold and went from there, so.
4: Nice. I'm sold. I'm sold.
18: Story sells <laughs> the knife.
5: Last year, Zach, I remember you had a lot of knives out of steel. I remember yeah, so- it being a, a lot— did you, uh, do you change things differently from last year to this year?
18: Yeah, honestly, I was when I got into it. I'm not even sure how I, how I did that, you know, early in the year in March. I did 10, 10 knives of the first Damas steel somehow. And maybe it's just because November with Christmas looming and the end of the year trying to get all customs finished. I had a real hard time. I just did three this time around. And I had a real hard time almost completing that. So I was actually looking back at the old knife page and was like, what even happened? I don't even know how, how I did that. I remember I was saying it to Fingon. Like, Fingal did 27. I thought I did a lot of 10. And I couldn't even imagine doing 10 this time around. So I, I kind of went with the I have fun. I have
8: elves. I have magic elves. Yeah,
18: I I've heard. I've it that to <laughs> fader down in his class. He's like, oh, Fingal's got people. He's got people. So.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, it's been a good show. We are, what, Ooh, two, nearly three hours into the show.
18: Yeah, it's been a good time. I had a little bit of technical difficulties last time, and I didn't have any this time, so it was a lot of fun to actually really get to enjoy the show. I got to talk to a lot more people in my booth this time, which is real nice. So, yeah,
4: well, um, we were just saying that, actually, uh, to somebody else. It must be really nice to actually speak to your customers in this way, because normally, oh, yeah, it's, normally it's just, you know, a ping on a, you know, you've had an order, ship the order out and whatever, but you're actually yeah, getting well. to speak to them, and, and it must be a really nice sort of... Feeling that you're making this connection rather than just just a, yeah, think a lot quicker to, you know,
18: going back and forth in emails and you know sixty-two email chain or something like that. Yeah. It's a lot quicker to talk in person. <laughs> yeah,
5: I got yeah. a question. I got a question, guys. So, so do when because we obviously we've been here the whole time. So when we go to your booth, does it show the the viewer the 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 knives that you have and the prices, or do you have to t- talk about price? To every single uh, person who walks in,
8: scenario. Everybody kind of did it their own sort of way. I feel it was up to the. I think the only requirement from Damasteel was that the, everything you couldn't sell anything until the beginning of the show. Is that fair enough? And then your means of doing that could either be direct, like right now, lads. You know, there's a good knife here. Do you want to? Do you want to get it? Or, or actually, do you want to go to my 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 web store or whatever process kind of made it work? Um, so I think that it, it's probably an individual. But I think the main the main requirement was that it started at the beginning of the event. Yeah. So were there any like, hey, can I see
5: that knife? And then you show it to him. How much is that? And you give him the price. Oh, that's way too much that I was. I wasn't expecting that. Do you have anything less? Do you have those kind of awkward situations? I See, I couldn't deal with that.
4: Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> just
9: Jeff.
5: To Jeff, it's fine. So we'll fine. You haven't
4: been invited yet, <laughs> Jeff. It's fine. <laughs> don't know. worry. I was going to brown bag <laughs> some
5: shit. I was going to brown bag it, but I mean, like, I, I didn't want to get in trouble with Pear.
18: <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of people asking before the show and stuff like that how much they were going to be, and I, I think. Um... Game Steel has got enough of a following that people kind of know what they're getting into when they come to the show. So right. it's definitely treated almost like a storefront where people are like, oh, can I see that? You know, I tell people, you know, let me know if you want me to pull one of these off and I'll wave it in front of the camera and stuff. But I didn't have too many people, you know, asking price or anything like that. I think they know that, you know, click my name, go to the website. Everything's listed there. Oh, so. so That's
4: interesting. So did you have customers come into you that didn't know your work? They come to you because it was a Dharma Steel show and they knew you had Dharma Steel.
18: I believe so. I believe we had a few people that just kind of, you know, uh-huh. they came to the show and then they're just kind of cycling through everyone's booths. So, yeah. you know, they may not have come here for me or anyone else specific, but since we're all there, they're just kind of making their way through the booths.
4: Yes, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. So, anyway, we're nearly three hours in. I think we can either call it a day or who's up for a music quiz? <laughs>
9: who's up for a music quiz? <laughs> No. I
3: make my hair cool. Like I just
4: singles.
5: wanted to. I just wanted to say I did talk with Mareko. Um, <laughs> I gave up years ago. <laughs> I did talk with Mert, and Mert, Mert, uh, Mert was by himself. and He got the kids, and ah. he's he logged out, so he won't be able to make it. That's fair.
4: That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Let's drop the music quiz. We'll keep that for next week. Let's keep it for next week. So. Everybody, so, thank everybody, you for listening. Um, for listening. Um, it's been a hell of a show. Stick, show. stick
15: around. There may be an after show. An after
4: Who's after to show. know? Who's stick to around. Know. Stick around. Thank you.
1: Thank you. This show is brought this to you by, by you The Makery, the, the, the podcast network oh, for Makers. Who are we?
8: Who are we?
4: <laughs> there we go. We get, yeah. There this is the Who's secret. Echoing? I don't know. Do
8: I don't know echoing? who is echoing, but it's good now.
4: It's good now. I think it's Fingal. I think it's Fingal. Hello. There we go. So, so you sold out, Fingal? So,
8: yeah, nice. it was nice. It was really nice. I plugged the hell out of it, though.
4: Yeah, <laughs> we did see you put a lot of work into it. <laughs>
8: Did you see what
4: Alfredo has? You,
8: you know, there's an interesting thing. You you get into this state of of sort of worry and panic. I mean, like there's this thing like, will anybody will anybody buy them? You know, mm. who's going to want them? You know, there's so much going on in the world, and you know, and you, you start sort of doubting yourself. And I I, I I yeah, so you find yourself before those things. Yeah,
4: yeah. But
8: two in, yeah. in I a think row. The echoes coming. Yeah. Craig, I think Craig, the echoes Craig, coming from you. from
4: you. From me. Um. No, I think, uh, no, I don't think it, so. Do what, you know, it might be
8: me because I don't have earphones Yeah, because there's no headphones. Them. That's what oh. it is.
4: That's what it is. Did you see, Fingal, did you see what Alfredo was doing? He had, he was bringing up his knives on screen and um, he had a cooking demonstration behind him. He was, uh, it, yeah, it looked, it looked good. It worked very well for
8: him, I think. I'm so proud of him, like for doing a cooking demo. Plus also like, the right person for the job as well yeah he didn't cook yeah. shit by the way he, he had <laughs> he had people in <laughs> i didn't see it I, I had i had little ireland going on i had i had sam dunn and sam gleason in my booth and we were ah. we, I, I get very nervous on my own so i mean like the dancing what do i do with my hands mm. so i kind of asked two good mates <laughs> to join me in my booth so i could so i could just bounce off them and then we we're waiting for people to ask us questions and participate because yeah. um yeah that that yeah, apart from that I, I think the few times I jumped in and out and I was on my own is the startled rabbit in the headlights. Yeah. That was a that was a
5: fun show once again. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think?
4: It's different. And this is a very different pace because we had, you know, we had a schedule of people coming in, you know, three people every 15 minutes. It was yeah, I give you a lot of credit Craig. You you got everybody in and out very seamlessly. I couldn't help but laugh at the guy who wasn't scheduled to be on. <laughs>
7: And that he was just saying that,
4: I, I, I don't know, he was talking about his son, and he, I thought we were going to get this whole life story. And I was like, who's this guy? And I don't know who he was. That still. was funny, yeah. I, I don't know. I think the
5: Michael West. Was he, was he a maker? Was, it? was he a maker no, at the he, event? No, he yes. wasn't. No. He wasn't a so schedule to be on. the event. he listens to the podcast. (laughs) You bumped bumped in the wrong guy into the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I love it. um... Oh, he's great. No, but he (laughs) listens to the podcast. He listens to the podcast. And, you know, he was cool. He was cool. I I got to tell you, the Michael West part where the first time he couldn't... I wish I wish people on Monday could have seen the look on his face. Right. He was screaming and all. It was kind of like... I mean, he was hilarious. And then he came on the next time with the fucking crazy music going on. I was kind of hoping that the third time wouldn't work either, only just because to keep the bit going. But, I mean, yeah. you know, best chef knife and then from Michael he pull- Watt, then Scott he pulled out
4: that hmm. trick knife. Did you Monster. see that? Have you seen that, um, Fingal? He had this... No. It, it was a knife, and it looked like the blade, but he made this um, sheath out of silver, solid silver, yeah. actually. And he yeah. pulled wow. the blade out of the what would look like a blade. It, it was incredible.
8: It was just like, whoa! He's, he's a gifted, gifted maker. Beautiful sight. Yeah. All, yeah, jo- all jokes
5: aside, stuff. I mean, all jokes aside, I mean, he was saying he's been doing it for since the nineteen seventies. He's been on the cover yeah. of the cover of Blade magazine, the cover of yeah. Knives wow. magazine. The guy's like a real legit. Yeah dude and then but it is still hilarious that yeah. he was having all these technical difficulties and then he ends it with like you know black betty black, <laughs> black betty's betty going betty in the, the background. background at the end <laughs> i fucking love that that was made it so much better yeah i know
8: i wanted i wanted to have music in the background i, I don't know there's always something yeah. i feel feel cozier when there's music in the background mm-hmm. but yeah that that's not <laughs> that's gonna not help anything is it yeah
4: i i think in in 10 years time we look at like this sort of technology and we'll go Jesus Christ you know because you know it is it is still limited it's it's cool being able to speak to all these people from around the world but it's still so mm. limiting you know it's like the audio is bad or you know somebody's connection isn't good and all the rest of it but
5: the connections this time were way better than last time i also mm, felt like better. everybody's audio is better than they were than it was last time
4: yeah i think so mm. yeah but i think Dharma still do that they you know they they have trial events you know with people to make sure you know that they know what they're doing and so on
8: Well, this this is the this is the hop in Sort of, I suppose. If you think about it, like the, the technology is there from Hopin, which is the sort of the, the, the service provided for this. But yeah. uh, I'm sure they're improving as well. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. No, it's good. I, it's good.
5: I, I, it, you know, I thought I for some reason I thought this was we did this this last show a year ago, but it's not even six months. April, I mean, it yeah, was, I was in that? April. I
8: know it, April. It, this. It's flown, hasn't it? So much has happened since then. I, I felt like it was yeah. a greater
5: distance as well. Yeah, these are the kinds of events that other people should embrace. Like I could see, I could see the Blade Show doing something like this. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm not 100 sure this, how this,
8: was, this this came about largely because Blade Show wasn't able to happen, right? Well,
5: but you got to give, you got to give. I mean, Damasteel, Steel, Pear, and all them. Mm. I, I mean, it is extraordinary. I mean, they did an extraordinarily good job, and so much work went into figuring out how to do this. I can't mm. imagine all the. How they did it, I mean, but damn it steal. Oh, I mean, dedicated
8: time to it, yeah. But did you know a great job. I, I was never planning to get onto a plane with, with a suitcase of knives and fly over to Atlanta or, or anything like that. That was never on my radar. I'd I, I barely go to, you know, two villages away. <laughs> I, right. of, I stay on the farm. So, I mean, this, is, this has allowed me to, to sort of get that, that online feeling for that, yeah. uh, for the sort of the, the, the blade equivalent and actually i I feel like it's been going for years they've they've, i mean what happens in the background and everything is definitely there's a driving force um behind from damasteel to actually make things happen and even create the schedules and the timing there's so much thought that goes into that
4: i can imagine makers almost taking this upon themselves to have i don't know open shop on a friday talk
8: about divas as well Diva. <laughs> oh, oh, bloody makers. I mean, like, yeah. I can imagine, how yeah. many meetings did we skip or not attend or do the te- We didn't do the tests. Yes. We didn't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody arrives on the main day. It's like, I can't get into my booth. Why is my audio not working? Last minute. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. can
4: imagine like on a Friday afternoon, a maker just saying, I'm having an open shop on a Friday and opening up, you know, something like this and customers being able to come in, chat to them and, you know, sh- show them what they've worked on that week. And build that sort of community, you know, a video community. I imagine that'd be a real value, you know? And you mean like Instagram Live? Well, yeah, but even more than that, being able to, you know, bring them in like a bunch of people, you know, each week. I can, I, I'm I surprised think nobody's this... doing that.
8: Well, I, 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 I think gotta right. give. It's Instagram Live, but with a huge amount of social media push to let people know it's a focused time.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, See, but...
5: yeah. yeah. Damn, Steel did a good job having us yeah. show up because now this has been a very, very cohesive and a reason to, I mean, they, we did it. We did a good job and I got to tell you, Craig, I was texting with you this morning and you were telling me everyone's got 15 minutes and how are we going to do it? And I'm, I'm walking around thinking, how mm-hmm. are we going to get people in and out? What are we going to do? Ask the same questions over and over again. I give you a lot of credit because I mean, it was not easy getting, you know, the pace was good. You weren't rushed. You know, with everything, you it's, did an yeah. awesome job. You know, I I heard just slurring a little bit later in the in the show, <laughs> but that's but that I'm, I'm very Empty tuned ball. to that. These Empty days. ball, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, I get her. I get starts to sound know, like I'm, Sean I'm Connery. The, I'm at the bottom of a glass. Yeah. When Craig yeah. starts to sound like Sean Connery, you know how it's going. You know how <laughs> but it's where, going.
4: Where you know two hundred and. However, many shows in now, you know, and it's.
5: Yeah, but yeah. we don't do it like this. I mean, no. this was, you made it seamless. So I'm, I'm giving you the proper credit on the, on the, without,
4: you know, you did a great job. No, I think we've had. Good people. I think that's that's the thing. That's the key.
5: I'm also glad that Marekko figured out the the login oh, at the last moment because <laughs> when you called me, you sound things sounded grim. I must say, things sounded grim when you called me, but you, but you made it happen. I was. But you made it happen. Frustrated. You made it happen, and yeah. I'm glad you did. It wouldn't have been the same without you.
8: By the way, well, again, I was I'm just listening to the – um, Full Blast podcast and big shout out to Marekko and that last podcast. I'm not going to spoil anything. Listen to the show.
5: Listen to the show. Josh the Smith show. spilled the beans. Yeah. Spill the beans. Listen to the show. It is great news. <laughs> listen to the Full Blast podcast. I haven't
4: podcast heard it. I,
5: I haven't heard
8: that yet. <laughs> then you're going to have to, <laughs> Weren't you you're supposed
5: have to... to have been editing it? I tell him I said, put the beginning You tell me not to edit. You tell me
4: start and stop. I'll listen to that tomorrow. But I'll tell you who we need to have on the show. Mono- Zach Monolith Knives, he's got a lot to say. I think that could be a fun show.
3: He's great. I yeah. love Zach. He's yeah, at Blade Show when I was going every year, um, he was the one guy I always try to check, uh, track down, and hang out and chat with. Yeah. We always have really great conversations. I yeah. love Zach. Yeah, he's he awesome. was
4: he was fun. He had a lot to say, and I think he'd have some great stories too. Yeah, we
5: forgot to mention uh, who else. There's um. Brigham let us know that Patrick Brennan won best in show. We didn't get to speak to him.
4: We didn't, did we?
5: So I think we got everybody else, right? All the winners and I think seven minutes left. Anybody
4: who popped up, we brought in. So there's you know, if they didn't show up, they didn't show up. But you know, we did what we could, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna go because it's gone midnight and I've got twins to wake up to in the morning. And I'm gonna have a bad head, let's face it. So <laughs> so thank you all so for you. giving your time. Um, this is the end of the after show. Thank you very much. We shall speak to you very soon. This show is brought to you by... There we go. I'll edit that out. Right. Thank you, guys. Um, well do done, don't Fingo. Need, do you need anything from us? Sold out again. Thank you from us. so much, guys. I need nothing. from. No, the, the, the system sorted everything. Great I don't need job. audio. It's all sorted. Dude. All sorts
5: great job, high level. You did you the pacing
4: was perfect, dude. The pacing was mm-hmm. perfect. Looking I'm forward very to impressed. Yeah. very impressed, yeah. very impressed, very impressed. It's all good. Everybody in the chat, they still got we still got a couple of dozen people in the chat. So
5: Allison left. Allison left a while ago. She's gonna send me some, I was kind of, she's yeah.
4: gonna send me some secrets. She said. I
5: was kind of hoping we were gonna get her on. I was hoping we were gonna get her on, be yeah, honest yeah. with you. And she's
4: just like, <laughs> you know. Alfredo, goodbye, my new friend. Um. <sighs> Yeah, we need to see more of that food, I think. And thank you for confirming, milk has no place in a bolognese. With that, right. with that, that's the end you're of the in. show.
5: Is that the extra extra Bye-bye. show you're going to keep that one part in too? So the title of this yeah, one is Got know. Milk.
4: The, the title of this episode is Got Milk. There we go. Jam is
5: steel too. All right, in the books. All right, guys. Cheers. Have a great evening. Congratulations, Fingal, and, and everybody else. Yeah, talk to you guys soon. Lots of love. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.